welcome back to the Suspense is Killing Us. It's me, Kevin Clark. Travis Vote. Hi, it's me, Matt. What, we're in a, this is weird. Yeah. We're, in a new, we're in a new recording area. Travis's new apartment. Yep. Yeah. We had to move. We had to Brave <laughs> new world. We, had to, we have to move out of our house. They're going to tear it down. They are going <laughs> to... I still live in my place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just got out of there because uh, if, uh, the getting know, was good. Well the, well, the getting was good because I, I'm skittish of actually being in the house when it gets toppled with. I'm assuming a wrecking ball, but maybe they'll just. I think. I mean, I think it's a giant Monty Python foot is just going to come foot and will step come on stomp it. it. Yeah, I could just see myself being in a house while it gets like taken down. I got to get out of there. I mean, I'd I'd enjoy uh, that. Think I think that'd be funny to watch. Yeah. I think that they were going to like <laughs> let make sure people were out first, but you don't. You never know with developers. What I, I could see them like going and seeing, like walking in and seeing me asleep and being yeah. like, just take it down. <laughs> just he'll be glad. He'll do everybody a favor. He'll he'll thank you later. He'd be glad we did it. These Seattle uh, developers are heartless too. So, but yeah, there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. This is a weird, a weird record. A uh, b- brand new. I've only lived in this place. I've lived in this place less than a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, B. It is. Uh, we are in the midst of hot. excruciating uh, and terrifying, frankly, uh, heat. Yeah. Heat wave in Seattle that is going to take us to 110 fucking degrees tomorrow. Yeah. Which is in insane. It's a lot. And uh, that's frank- a- and frankly a harbinger of unheard of when I moved here yes. 17 years ago. And and it should be. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen like because there's like people on Twitter not not a lot these days once the temperature went up to like 110 but there's still a- occasional people that'll be like you fucking Seattle people need to fucking settle down man it gets this hot in arizona it's and it's like, like that's why i don't fucking live in arizona, arizona? it's a desert <laughs> it's a sweltering blasted out hellscape yeah. where everyone because has air conditioning it's, it's not supposed to be that hot it's supposed to be that hot in the desert yes right. that's the natural that's the natural conditions of the desert you might have heard uh, about seattle that it's like <laughs> rainy here a, and ver- I don't know. a verdant forest yes. area. trees and mountain the tops, evergreen snowy state. mountaintops the evergreen mm-hmm. state is in fact the, what, the what emerald it's city called not the blazing hellscape inferno city. Wow, 110 is seven degrees higher than the previous oh. record. In it's my so apartment, much faster. We have in my building. The building is air conditioned. My unit is not air conditioned, so I just shut all the windows and open the front door, and it's a cozy 78 degrees in my apartment right now. Oh, man, <sighs> sounds like bad. Yeah, I'm lucky. My my uh, my place is okay. I'm it's glad the bad. dog it's is not, not bad home actually. Right now. It's, it's probably about do- this. If a dog was home, I'd be upset. Think, right? no, it's a little. It's a little uh, cooler. Interesting. Yeah, we got the two. We got the two doors that we could do the back door and front door open. So we oh, got this cross. You get that we got that cross airflow going all day. Mm. You know, so I think that that helps keep it a little cooler. Uh, you know, but it still is not. In the place that right. I moved out of, I was living in the basement of that place in a basement apartment. And the basement place, is very cool. That place actually. is twenty degrees cooler. Yeah. 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 Oh, I moved yeah. out the, this, the, the exact well, moment. Well, it's, it's a lot less cool now <laughs> yeah, that you moved out. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. No, a little uh, compliment. For nice. once. Uh, I was like, hey, hey, wait, what? Would have been a lot cooler <laughs> if you stayed. <laughs> it would have been. Oh, well, I'm, that's I'm, it. Oh, see, yeah, see, yeah. The fucking heat wave started the day that I moved out of that cool basement apartment, though. That's yeah. true. The Monday when I moved, it was 90 fucking degrees. Yeah. I haven't enjoyed a day, a second of this new apartment, which is actually pretty nice. It's not bad, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. I, I also am going to be stuck in the heat wave, and then the day the heat wave ends, I uh, fly to Detroit, where it's 70 and raining. Oh, well. Maybe the heat I'll wave will take, follow you. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I'll take 70 and raining any fucking day of the week. At oh, this yeah, point. seriously. Well, that's why I moved here. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. I know a lot of people in Seattle, and and if you, you know, I don't know where where you live, but I know, but I think the general. I live in Seattle. The oh, general you mean the people listening. People listening. Oh, okay. I'm talking to the people now. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, who I'm, you, sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are you were, or where you live. You were looking at me, and I thought maybe yeah, I think you know you know where I live. It's weird. <laughs> Do it's I okay. This heat's really fucking cooked your brain already. You've changed, man. <laughs> You're gone like um, less than a week, and you don't know where I live. God. But most, but most people generally tend to like the warm weather and sunniness and stuff. Like that's a pr- pretty standard aspect of the human condition. Mm-hmm. Except One of I the know tons of people. Of the human condition, in my opinion. Exactly, yeah. I know tons of people who live in Seattle who fucking hate that shit. Yeah, and they're they're really got a bill. Of, they're really feeling that like they, like they got the, a bill of goods I am here. Into the gloom. Yes. I, I like it for a little while. I don't mind it. I I never really mind the rain, except like if I'm planning a barbecue and it gets rained out or something. Yeah. You know, like otherwise I'm like, eh, rain. It's kind of nice. I'm only happy when it rains. The Shirley Manson special. Who'll stop the rain? Yeah. Wow. Who will stop the rain? And uh, Purple Rain. Oh, let's not forget. Let's not forget Rain by Madonna. Just yeah, called just rain. rain. Just Rain. <laughs> She There's just, Rain Wilson, the local <laughs> local legend. Local Rain legend Wilson. Rain Wilson. Is he from around here? Yes. Oh. He's what inspired the Madonna song Rain. Wow. Uh, that's true. And Lucky Star. <laughs> he may be her Lucky Star. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Uh, we, we don't know. We got people looking into it. Uh, Rain. Rain. He's uh, also the baby daddy in Papa Don't Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Aiello is like, uh, get that fucking Rain Wilson. Get that Rain Wilson. Oh. I want you to get an abortion like any Italian Catholic dad would. No, he doesn't want her to get an abortion. He does want her to get an abortion. Does he? Does he? Yeah, you Papa get an don't abortion. Preach, I'm keeping the, my baby. Yeah. And okay. he's like, you just get out there and get that abortion like uh, St. Francis would want you to. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Once you use twos. Once you I guess I always thought that he was just very mad that she was pregnant. Because he's I, like, he's I, like, I don't think he, oh, the, <laughs> I don't want you to be knocked up. I don't think in that video he says, go get an abortion. Yeah. But the theory, the, the song says, he holds Papa up a big preach. sign that says, get an abortion with it. It's like a big finger, like a number one foam thing. <laughs> it's an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> number one abortion fan. Yeah. Yeah. I never I fucking th- love I, abortions, Mookie. I never thought about that. Now before. you get the fuck out of here. Oh. <laughs> I got all my favorite Italian abortions up on the wall here. <laughs> Somebody throws a garbage can through the obstetrician's office. Sal, why don't you got any black abortions on your wall? Who's your Jesus. Who's your favorite Italian abortion, guys? Real quick. <laughs> oh, there's so many names. Is it Mussolini? Mm. <laughs> oh no, Kevin. Too soon. Wait, late? is it? Is it too late? It's a little late, guys. Uh, and tell us on Twitter: Is it too soon to be picking on Benito Mussolini, uh, founder of? Fascist principles or whatever. Founder of fascism. I think he. I don't. I'm sure he didn't create it, but he invented. He he wrote the book on it. I would say he popularized it at least. He literally wrote a book on it. He made it fun. (laughs) (laughs) He really brought it to the people. You know. Yeah. He was like lots of good architecture. (laughs) That you can't argue with that. He was like sitting there. Results. Sitting there with a big, big, big bowl of spaghetti. And some <laughs> Big some gabagool, some bustafazu, and he was just like, dingamagoo. "Hey, look at this fascism I found in this book. That seems like a thing everybody would like, especially me." Hey, yeah. that's a no good, a boss. Ah, uh, get out of here! See, that's what it'll be like. It'll be like <laughs> me telling you that all the time. What do you think? Yeah, he oh, was a, he was a man of the public. He died in a public square mm-hmm. by being executed by the public. I he was, mean, a, he he was a, a big fucking idiot, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we never uh, elect someone. Welcome like that here. to the Italian history podcast. <laughs> We're going to talk about all of the greats, all the greats. But but can you think of another famous Italian person in history? Mario. <laughs> yeah, Mario. From Super Mario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about That's Luigi? It. Just kidding. No, not Luigi. Yeah, no, Luigi doesn't count. Team He's a fuck cuck. Luigi over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. Okay. Well, uh, well, we all we all died of heat strokes, so that's gonna be the show for this episode. <laughs> 
We're thinking outside the box. Actually, yeah. it's actually our, our setting inside the box. Our actually. setting and the and the the temperature are kind of appropriate for yeah. for the the subject matter. What are we going to call this one? Well, That's a damn damn good question. Right. Well, we're going to do. It's quite obvious what the link uh, b- between the yes. three of them is. We're going to do we're going to do three movies about women trapped in small rooms or boxes. Or 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 in one case a house, but well she doesn't know that she's been boxed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're gonna do 1993's Boxing Helena, mm-hmm. 1999's Oxygen, and yeah. I believe 2007's yeah. Captivity. Yeah. Uh, starring Kim Bauer. Starring 19- Kim Bauer. <coughs> 1993's Boxing Helena, clearly the most famous of the three, and also a notorious flop. Uh, and and rightly wi- so. Rightly it's so. Widely movie. mocked. Uh, abortion of a movie. This is one of those movies that, like, you hear. It does about. feel like they like that's. I mean, that's like I know. You, but we were just talking about, but that it does feel like an abortion of a movie. You feel like, did they not finish this, or right. did they not want to, or should they have known not to? An erotic dream. What's her name? She's Helena. From which he cannot awaken. A dark obsession. You're everything to me. You're nothing to me. He cannot control. Nothing to me. You had the faintest idea how to make me feel good. Make me feel good. What is it going to take, Nick, for you to realize I don't want anything to do with you? She is a woman he will do anything to possess. The uh, thing it was about fun to the, watch it, it's it's like uh, also <laughs> one of those notorious flops that you hear about, and you you kind of hear like weird that it's weird, and you're like, well, I bet with the with the hindsight of you know twenty mm-hmm. year twenty or twenty five years distant, and mm-hmm. and and not sort of hearing all in the press that it's like a, you know this horrible flop, you'll watch it and find something interesting about this this very weird movie, and no, 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 it just absolutely <sighs> sucks. It's a chore to watch. It's not. It's a we. It's weird, but not amusingly weird. It's. Yeah, it's one step removed from being either w- so like bad enough to be like interesting, yeah. or to be like, or it's like one or two steps removed from being like s- weird in a way that's like I don't know what's going on, but this isn't. It's it's like one or two steps removed from being either better or worse, right? Uh, t- enough to be interesting, and it so it just is in this middle where you're like, God damn, this movie should be interesting. All the pieces are kind of here, right? But it, why does it suck so much? It is there's not a couple, yeah. There's a couple little tastes here and there, which is frustrating. Where it's like, oh, that was fun, right? Uh, very, not good, but like very silly or yeah. like or crazy. Where you're like, this is this would be if it was like this the whole way through, we'd really be onto something, uh, and I'd be overjoyed to be covering it here. And I also, but that's not the case. I also want to point out that uh, I had to watch this movie because my scarecrow pipeline has dried up since I moved here. <laughs> it's not as easy for me to get movies from Scarecrow Video, and this yeah. movie is not available for streaming anywhere. Sorry. Uh, I had to watch this on YouTube, broken into pieces. Uh, and some of the pieces were missing. And two of the pieces were missing, the pieces with the sex scenes, of oh, course. Oh, so you didn't, see, you didn't get to see Bill Paxton humping her either? I didn't get to see the Bill Paxton. Like the re- the in- insanely cinemaxy sex scene. I do remember the remember it. Uh, you must have watched this over and over again as a kid, right? I think I watched it a couple times. You know, well the scene. I the, mean, the sex. Yeah, the sex scene is like super generic. With, with yeah. uh, what's the uh, the song? The uh, you tell me. Oh, I don't remember. I didn't get to that's watch the Sad de Moi song. Or whatever. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's like, and his sex scene is long. <laughs> it's really funny. It's really, and it's I'm really a, bad. It's really, it's like very, very stupid. Am I mistaken, or was that like the the studio, the studio Demo. folks going like, this? What is this shit? Put some sex scenes in it. Go back and shoot sexy. I don't know. What's this fucking trash. Well, the the opening one with her and they Bill did Paxton, add, they did add more more titties, more sex. Yes. Maybe the opening scene with her and Bill Paxton feels more natural because it's like the because uh, Creeper Julian Sands is like watching them have sex and getting oh. getting furiously jealous. But like the later one does almost feel like. It could have been that. I don't know. The, mo- the whole movie's so half-assed that it doesn't. I don't like it, the studio could have uh, ordered any of the scenes in the movie to be the one they put in, and you wouldn't fucking know. Yeah. Like because it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense, and nothing means anything. And then in the end, you just sat there for over for over an hour and a half looking at it, and it's <laughs> it sucks. Except for Bill Paxton, I think is fun in it. Bill he's, Paxton is he's really the, fun. He's the only guy in it. He's the only person in it that like is on the wavelength. I think that the movie thinks that it wants to be on yeah like he's like he's like oh, okay i get this it's kind of goofy and like <laughs> everybody else in it is like not apparently not capable julian sands is almost there but not quite like doing his like whiny baby man shtick it's julian just sands is quite bad in this movie i know but yes. it's but he's almost the, he, you know what i mean but it's just like it's almost where it's like ooh, if he was doing this a little bit more i think it would be funny every time <laughs> but instead it's just like oh fucking this guy fuck get him out of here i hate him how do we I'm feel about sherilyn sure. fenn Oh, poor Sherilyn Fenn. I mean, I feel okay. She's not good. Yeah, she's. They called her up. They called her up from Triple A Ball to be in this movie. Yeah, because it was supposed to be Madonna. Yeah, and then Madonna dropped out, and then the 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 the, like the the picture fell apart because Madonna couldn't be in it. So in an effort to save it, they they brought on Kim Basinger. Mm -hmm. Kim Basinger is going to be it. This is kind of the most notorious thing about the production of the movie. Right. Kim Basinger came on and demanded a bunch of script changes. uh, uh, So I've heard. Uh, which which apparently include making the Helena character quote less of a bitch, <laughs> from what I read. Which I mean, not not to defend this movie, but that would sort of defeat, that would that yeah. would sort of defeat the purpose of the entire movie. Sure, uh, <laughs> but eventually she, uh, what they say, ankled the picture. Yep, and uh, and they sued. She, she was, was contracted. I she believe. was contracted, and there was a you big lawsuit. Can't break those things. And uh, and she ended up she ended up losing that lawsuit and ended up having to settle for like four or five Eight million dollars. I think she settled for less. Oh, it was it was like, but millions. Yeah, it was a lot, and, and that's what millions. that was like. An, that, that actually like bankrupted Kim Basinger and like made her a bit of a pariah in the industry for a little while. That's it's right. Like one of the reasons why wow. she had to have a big comeback with L.A. Confidential was because nobody wanted to hire her after this. <laughs> yeah. And I have to tell you. <laughs> she, she did the right thing. She did the yeah. right, she, she dodged. I'm sorry, it cost so much, but I she know. dodged a bullet. That's a yeah. shitty thing. I mean, the, really, the shitty thing is that she signed on to do it in the first place. Right. I, she she but presumably read thing. a script. The, right. well, what is the deal with the script? It, it's either the script or was someone just making the, like it was someone just the ultimate pitch man. Was it was David Lynch's? Was Jennifer Lynch just like fucking great in the room or I something? I don't know. Because she got she got Madonna and Kim Basinger to seriously think about doing this insane bullshit. It doesn't surprise me that Madonna would would be would be curious about Madonna, it because it's like maybe, but like, uh, but she's still Madonna. Yeah, I, it's the uh, one of the big problems with this movie, besides every <laughs> aside from everything, <laughs> is uh is that like David Lynch's daughter directed it. And it's like almost kind of like a David Lynch movie, yeah, or it wants to be, that's and it's a, unfortunate. And it sucks because the whole time you're like, you want to watch this movie and go like, yeah, this is David Lynch's daughter, but like, let's see what let's see what she does. And you're like, so oh. she's kind of doing some lukewarm David wow. Lynch shit. Yeah. Wow. Stuff. Okay. Great. Oh. Especially when you get to the bullshit endings. 
Oh my! We're just we're just just retcons everything to mean nothing. Nothing. And you're like, so what did did happen? Actually, happen at all? Well, no. But do these people even exist? If you go by the endings. The stuff at the beginning where Julian Sands is being like a fucking creep and stalking her and like following her around did his happen. party and shit did happen. Right. Okay. Everything up until she gets hit by the car happened. Happened. But everything. So up like, until so like all that shit where he's like sucks at the beginning is still real. He's a lamo. Yeah. So and you're it, like, oh, at, what? at the end of the movie, it's implied <laughs> that the rest of the events of the film were a dream. But we don't know whose dream. He wakes up from a dream, and then she wakes up from a dream. So was she dreaming his dream? Or were they both dreaming? <laughs> what a bunch of shit. Fuck. Because, because if, if, if it was all her dream, that's a fucking weird dream to have, where, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, your dream is not just about how this man baby, like, you know, imprisons you and cuts off your arms and legs, but also has a, your dream has a deep... Freudian psychoanalysis of this guy uh-huh. who's obsessed with the Venus de Milo because his mother had a Venus de Milo. This guy that you wouldn't piss on if he was on fire that you c- could give a shit about. It makes a little more sense to be his dream about how he captures and imprisons this object of his desire, yeah. except in his dream he's also <laughs> yeah, he's, a complete piece of shit. Yeah, he's, like a, he's, like a, he's like a wiener cuck. He's like a total like, he's wiener like, cuck. He's, so his dream is about how he's like, I captured her and cut her arms and legs and off still and she still me like hates shit. me. Uh, and, then he's, <laughs> and then at the end of his his dream, the Venus de Milo statue falls on him and kills him, presumably. <laughs> yeah. Symbolism. So it's symbolism. So that's like a. I mean, I guess it could be a nightmare, but it's also not like like that would be. That's your that's your fantasy. Yeah. What? We've and all wanted of- to get. We've all dreamed about being. <laughs> Having our limbless girlfriend cucking us with Bill Paxton, a leather a leather clad Bill Paxton. His leather pants that are the is, best thing in the so movie. It's so fucking incredible. Also, that Every shot I posted a shot yes. on Twitter of him like spread eagled and just doing the Austin <laughs> Powers thing where there's like a mirror shot of him and he's like spread eagle on a couch in the background and yeah, there's yeah. just some perfume bottles bro- blocking his crotch and it's just like Bill Paxton's Bill Paxton gets it and nobody else. <laughs> like he's like, what if I did this? Would that be funny? Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna do yes, it. You should do that. I'm doing it. This is great. This movie's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Ridiculous. Hey, he sees it and he's like, "Ah, oh, shit! What? <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, I got a paycheck from that." Yeah, he got to have fun. Those leather pants are great too. It's leather pants and, and like, then like a, a, a mesh yeah. shirt. It's like a mesh. It's like a translucent black mesh shirt. And you've already seen <laughs> the. He's sex only scene. the second, the second greatest black mesh T-shirt on a straight man in in movie history. What's first? Scott Glenn and Urban Cowboy. Oh boy, okay, I've, never, I, I've, actually, I've never seen Urban Cowboy. I have it checked out right now. Very actually. good movie. Also, he makes that shit look completely masculine. Yeah. He's, he's even got, like, well, one leather glove, fingerless leather glove, because, you know, he's a rodeo rider, so he just looks like a fucking badass. What can't Scott, Scott Glenn, Glenn could make anything look masculine? He'd make me look masculine. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wear Scott Glenn like a black mesh t-shirt. <laughs> I, do, I do love me some Scott Glenn. <laughs> Who doesn't? Have him, have him and Sam Elliott in any movies together? Oh, man. It's not too late. Well, that's a good idea. Uh, I mean, it might be too late Can now. We make I mean, they're not dead, but I mean, I think it would have been cool back in the day if they were, yeah. like, uh, teamed up and they were like, what are you, they're like the same, you know, they should, should be, be, co- be called pretty much the same guy or whatever. They should, it should be a post-apocalypse movie where they're wandering the landscape and, the and like, the road cannibals are after him, but they're gay for each other, too. Oh, yes, Well, please. and they're old, though, now. Like, yeah, now, them now. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's old, and it's could be it could be like one of those old man revenge movies, like right. we were talking about before. We but also recording. with the with the sweet, the bittersweet sadness of the twilight of their relationship. Oh, wow! We could do it. We could do them young again. <laughs> just use do all CGI. Scott and Sam. CGI. If you're, if we'll do the Grand Moff Tarkin thing, <laughs> but with <laughs> Sam yeah. Elliott and Scott Glenn in a post-apocalypse <laughs> world. Just let just leathery young CGI dudes. What if it's about how Sam Elliott's mustache? 
got out of control and, and took uh, over humanity, like oh, destroyed no. the world. Mm-hmm. I, for one, would welcome our new mustache overlord. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't? I, yeah. He seems like Sam, it's a gentle. He's now, a gentle uh, mustache. Everybody gentle has warlord. to be cousin it now. <laughs> seems nice enough. Oh, I'm gonna take you over, but uh, I'm not gonna. Well, be on a day like on anything. a day like today, we would not want everything covered in hair. Oh, I mean, just uh, you know, just why don't you just submit to the mustache? Well, submit what are you to doing? The mustache. Why aren't you? Everybody just submit to it. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> just let it happen. Just let it happen. <laughs> I would. I would. Happen. I would submit to Sam Elliott's. Why mustache? does he sound like Ted Levine when you do him? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> the dude around here doesn't seem to have the first clue. Was she big fat mustache? <laughs> great big fat mustache person. Uh, speaking of big fat mustaches, uh, nobody nope, has one. In this. Nobody has nice one. Nice try. No, yeah, nobody has one. But I'll tell you what. There, who is? What is in this movie? Uh, Art Garfunkel for some Art reason. Art Garfunkel is in it. <laughs> that's another one of the little details where I was like, that's something. <laughs> it's not like it makes it good or anything, but it's just sort of like, is that fucking Art Garfunkel? That's exactly what, what? I said. What? That's yeah. exactly what I texted you when he yep. said when he showed up. Is like, fucking is that fucking Art, Art Garfunkel? And, uh, it's like him and Kurtwood Smith have small parts in it. Yeah. Kurtwood Smith's character Boddicker is in this movie, his, of all people. His part at least, like, there's like a weird thing where he's like, Comes over when Helena's right, been right. He's obsessed with Helena too, and, and, and he's like, oh, "I see what's going on." Okay, I'm going. And there's like I almost like, like a plot part of the plot. Art Garfunkel is literally his friend who's like, "Hey, you should stop stalking that lady." And then he comes by after he's captured Helena and boxed her, and he's like, uh, "What's going on?" He's like, "Nothing." He's like, "Okay, bye." Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, "Why is Art Garfunkel in this movie?" <laughs> there's a you there's could cut <laughs> that. You could cut him out of the cut movie, and it wouldn't matter. <laughs> That's exactly what Paul Simon said. Do you think that's the letter he sent to him? We could cut you out and no one would notice. No one would notice. Fuck you, Paul Simon. I write all the songs. And he delivered it by farting it right in his face. (laughs) He sent Carrie Fisher to deliver it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, by the way, I fucked Celia. Wait, which who's... Who's Cecilia? What's the one that... I don't remember. Because in that song, it's about how like he goes up, he gets up to wash his face, and he comes back, and some other guy's having sex Somebody's with, his, with his lady. Oh, man. So I always, you always have to assume it's like one of those... It's like yeah, Ar- yeah. Simon and Garfunkel are like... But then at the end, I think they're having a threesome, so it all worked right. out. Right. <laughs> it's a good song. But there is a it's scene... It's also what Kodachrome's about. Kodachrome is definitely That's about, about that. That's about fucking, yeah. Yeah, it's only... yeah. All Paul Simon, all Paul Simon songs are about fucking. Yeah. yeah. God, that, he's so horny. He's, he's got to go to horny jail, that Paul Simon. Am I right? A, he's a little guy. He's yeah. a little fella. If, you know, by the by the bodyguard song with Chevy Chase, it's about fucking. It's about fucking Chevy Chase. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can call me Al because it's all about. If you listen to the lyrics, it's all about how he's like because he's a short oh, guy. That, he's a tall guy. He's got to climb. Bo- he's got to climb up on him to fuck his face. You know that bodyguard song. I thought you were like he did a song for the movie The Bodyguard. I was like, I don't recall that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, you can well, call me Al. You can call me Al. You're you're trading on the thing that ever, that is my favorite thing about that song, which is the video. Not necessarily that the video exists, but that you can't mention the song without somebody going like, Hey, have you seen the video? Because Chevy <laughs> Chase is in it, and you're yeah. like, Yes, I know. Same as uh, that's fine. I mean, that's how I. I, I don't think I. I think I heard the song the first time when I saw the video, and I was like, <laughs> "It's funny. He's tall and he's short." Same <laughs> as "Don't worry, be happy." Which one do you think came first? One of those guys, because like the "Don't worry, be happy" video Owls. has Robin Williams in it. You can call me Owls first by years. Wow, you're very certain about that. Yeah. I'm, yes, oh, yeah. so, that was in the that. '80s. That's and of I'm, course true. That's okay. okay. Wow. I love God. the confidence on this. Well, <laughs> I hate your lack of confidence in it. <laughs> on, on the chronology of, I'm you s- could call me I'm Al. Doing my own juices over uh, here. Because I don't, I don't worry, this. don't worry, be happy. The first time I heard was on the cocktail soundtrack. 
More like cuck cocktail. Cocktail. Yeah, maybe. Cocktails. Maybe I've never Life seen Life is like cuck-tail. a hurricane in Cuckburg. <laughs> okay, speaking of cucks, let's get back to let's get back on track and talk about Julian Sands in uh, Boxing boy. Helena, the, uh, uh, who's a huge cuck in in he's reality a, and in his and in his own mind, and it's what he wants, I think, or something. It's a cuck I don't know. He really. It is a cuck really It is a total cuck blur. <laughs> He he's a, a just a huge wiener and and it's because his mom was like a uh, hot I think his yeah, mom was his, hot and was his like his mom was like do you like edible. looking at my body yeah. while I have sex with men young Julian Sands you don't get he's to like, have Maybe. sex with me I sure do mom oh I love it <laughs> show me more and oh then, and but then, mother oh no oh no and then she dies and the movie at the beginning of the movie his, she's she's being lowered into the ground and this is what precipitates the things that do not happen in this right. movie it, what turned out to be someone's dream no but it precipitates a bunch of stuff that does happen and then and then and stuff then that doesn't happen cuz you got you got to remember is that all the stuff that happens up until she Hel- Helena gets hit by a car yeah Still That's happened. happened. That did so happen. So all the stuff where he fucking steals her purse and fucks with her and drives to the airport and then has to go back to his house to get the person is like being a real creep and spying on her while she's fucking Bill Paxton. All that shit happened. And still. her dancing in a fountain. The only thing, yeah, and yeah, and the only thing that didn't ha- stuff didn't happen was after she got hit because it, <laughs> so it's like, well, then why why even why even do that? Because then Julian, it ends with Julian sends me like you're gonna be okay, and you're like. But you're but you're still a fucking gross creep. You suck still. Yeah, I don't feel like you learned. What did we like, learn? What did we learn? What should have happened know. at the very end of this movie, like after that last fade out, is Art Garfunkel like it fades up and there's Art Garfunkel. He's like, Hi, I'm Art Garfunkel. <laughs> you know what's really gonna bake your noodle after you might, all you that? You might is? remember me from such songs as <laughs> exactly. Bridge Over Troubled Water. We had a lot of fun watching Boxing <laughs> Helena, didn't we? But what's really gonna bake your noodle about Boxing Helena is who cares? <laughs> I mean, All right, I've been Art Garfunkel. Nice to see you. I, I wish. I, the problem is we're doing this podcast about it, so we have to. I have to care a little. Yeah. I have to at least pretend because it is. It is impossible. It's a movie that's impossible to care about, except for the part where like uh, Julian Sands has sex with this lady for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. a long time, but like a long time for like soft core sort of Cinemax. Said uh, de moi. Uh, yeah. Scenes in a movie. Well, well, Helena watches from the other room, <laughs> so, which is which I get. That makes that's the only he scene in his in his dream that makes sense. Yeah. Is like that he like <clears throat> comes in his pants. That he wants to. No, no, that that one doesn't. But the scene where he has no the scene where he fucks the like the hot lady. Oh, I missed and another, Helena. I, think I missed another scene. No, too. that's yeah, the yeah. long sex scene. That's the one that was cut. That you said was cut. That's like the main. There's the main long, sex scene. There's main sex scene to Sade Moi is like in the. That's not the Bill Paxton one. No, no, it's in the it's in the middle of the movie and Helena's watching from the other room. And she's like getting off on watching him fuck this other lady. Yeah, huh. and and he's like watching her watch him, and uh, that and so like that that scene is the, the pit only bosses scene. Bosses are watching Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, the pit Bill Paxton is, is watching this. Yeah, <laughs> watching us all. And they got a bunch of guys, old b- b- retired gamblers, mostly watching <laughs> watching the whole movie. Uh, but he, but that's the only scene in his entire like uh, his entire fantasy. If it was indeed his dream, that makes any sense. Is that. He would want to fuck a lady while the other lady right. he actually likes, who doesn't have arms or legs, watches from the other room. I'm not saying it's a good fantasy; it just makes sense. <laughs> All right, so I didn't get that. I didn't. I missed that too. Well, let's let's be clear: we're not kink shaming Julian Sands here. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> In no way. But there is there is a scene that you guys saw where he fucks with a he's fucking around with another lady. And then he comes in his pants before that's he can his, go anywhere. and that's like his girlfriend or whatever yes. who works with him. And they're gonna they're supposed to get married at the beginning of the movie, and then he has this party that he throws 
exclusively to invite Helena, who shows up and is a huge bitch to him. Yes. Because she should be. She shows up for the sole purpose <laughs> of showing that she doesn't like him. Right. Because and, and they had sex he can once. Go fuck himself. Like uh, years ago or something. Yeah. And he like, but he's obsessed with her in a way that's very annoying to yeah. everybody, to her and everybody who's watching the movie. I would say he's obsessed with her to a deadly degree, but no, I don't. None of that happened. No, not quite. No, uh, almost. Maybe. But but the scene where the party scene has a, a really fun moment that I that I quite enjoyed, um, where she gets into a fountain, just takes off her, some of her clothes and has a undergarment underneath and starts yeah. kind of like dancing around in a water fountain. Yeah. And it goes into super slow motion, and Julian Sands. There's a shot in in, in this slow motion where Julian Sands <laughs> is like holding his hands over his heart, like my heart can't take it. It's so beautiful. He's James Mason now. She's so beautiful. <laughs> And uh, and Art no. Garf- and Art Garfunkel like pokes his head out from behind, <laughs> and you're like, "Is that fucking Art Garfunkel? Is that motherfucking Art It makes Art a Garfunkel? it makes a slide whistle noise when he pops out too. <laughs> Hi, I'm Art Garfunkel. Just here to check on you while you're watching Boxing Helena. I know it's not very good, and it's not going to get any better. Anyway, goodbye. You guys all think this is hot, right? Is <laughs> this mean, fucking hot? I'm Art Garfunkel. It's supposed to be like a reference to La Dolce Vita or some shit, yeah, I right? Think so. I imagine. Yeah. Like I have to assume. Man, any time like, you try to have a lady dancing in a fountain in a movie, it's a fucking Mala Dolce Vita. Well, you can't escape it. He did it first and best, you know? Kurtwood Smith shows up and he goes, you know, I don't much like cucks. <laughs> Kurtwood cucks Smith don't starts dancing likes, in the fountain. Like cucks don't like me. me Kurtwood me, me, Smith me. is in negligee dancing in the fountain, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or Garfunkel's like, I like that, too. I wish there was a scene where Kurtwood Smith fucking blew, blew Julian Sands' head off in this movie. <laughs> God damn! You just, that would be you, better than the, the other dismemberments that that happen that actually happen. Yeah, but which they are, don't. Well, but right. they but don't. don't yes. Okay, we just remember anytime we're talking about anything happening, they don't actually happen <laughs> for the most part, except for this part. For some this part in the fountain. Happening. In the fountain does happen. And this Presumably, is, and this is no. This all happens. My theory is that like Inception is like an Inception that none of it. Well, they should have ended with a fucking top spinning then. Yeah. If they wanted me to not believe any of it, a happened. topless girl spinning something. Yes. Something that girl that he has sex with in the. Other sex scene does show Spinning. up at the end. She's like a nurse in the hospital. Right. Or whatever. All the characters show up in in, in, oh, in quote unquote reality after that. Ba- almost, you might as well bring them all back. So it makes total sense. No, it's just but it, well, no, it's just that <laughs> thing. It's that thing you know when they have a you know it's like oh it's a dream sequence. Oh I see he was fantasy. That was the girl in his fantasy. But she's also like very cold and mean to him when she sees him on the elevator right. at the end of the movie. You're like, well, does she hate him from before? Did I miss something? Yeah. The movie's hard to like pay attention to, and so it's hard to remember. Like by the end of the movie, it's remember what about. you were supposed to remember. As far as most people con- are concerned, at least in the what I think is the real world, uh, Julian Sands is a super good doctor. Mm-hmm. He's like the best. Yeah, he's, he's the best doctor. Kid. He's the best of the doctors. He's the best of the doctors, and everyone respects him. So he's got a lot. Of, he has a giant mansion. He lives in an opulent yeah, estate. Yeah, it's weird. He lives in this opulent Florida estate. Well, it's his. Yeah. Mo- it's his mom's house that he that she left to him. It's my mom's car. Yeah. It's my mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why is he James Mason? I don't know. I'm uh, struggling to find it. He sounds more like there's a mother, my mummy. Oh, no. Mumsy, mumsy. Mummy, but, but mummy, I just wanted to fuck you all along. Mummy, is that what this breast. is about? I don't know either. You ever do James Mason doing the Thunderbird commercial? You ever see that? No. He enjoys the, the he enjoys the smooth taste of Thunderbird. It's yeah. got a rich I flavor. Enjoy all the, the time. smooth taste of Thunderbird. It's pretty good. 
That's not bad. Get me a Lolita stat. You ever see Hater do his, his James Mason where he talks oh, about yeah. doing the, the getting the discount at the donut at the donut shop? I just love the fact that Hater was allowed to do a fucking James Mason impression in like 2013 <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Nobody knows who James Mason is anymore. It's great. He does a whole thing where he's like, James Mason has a coupon for half off a dozen donuts at the donut shop, but it's expired. That's the bit. <laughs> it's really funny. And next he's going to do his Vincent Price impression, too. <laughs> a guy that maybe six more people have heard of. Uh, God bless. But yeah, Bill just, Hader, if you're listening to this, please be my so friend. Anyway, boxing Hall guy. Do we, have, we, ta- we haven't talked about the plot, really. The plot is basically this guy's a creep. He's, he's stalking this... His, his, his mummy died, and he's, and he's a weird... Uh, a weird perv. A, a perv. Edipal. He He's stalking uh, Helena, who's... Sherilyn uh, Fenn, and then he does go and spy on her while she has like sex with uh, Bill Paxton, who's a dick, but is the best character in the movie by far. <laughs> yeah, and he's he's certainly uh, he's the like, only watchable character. He's like he's like a he's like an asshole, but also some t- most of the stuff he says makes sense. You're like, yeah, at least right. he's pragmatic. Everybody else is like some kind of fucking weirdo who doesn't do anything that makes any sense. Which is also weird. They're having this fantasy that like he would show up in the fantasy. It also cuts away to him doing his own scenes during their their dreams. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, it doesn't make sense. Uh, anyway, so so then and what uh, happens to him at the end? We never find out. He gets. He just run- no. He runs away after, oh. and then because he's like, I can't take this. Anymore. Once he sees he doesn't have arms, game he's over, like, man. He's like, you're over. you're into this you game over, man. Freak. And he basically you put, once yeah. you put her in charge. He, he says, you made you into a freak, and then he just doesn't shoot anybody, and he runs away. <laughs> and then the statue falls on Julian Sands. But the, but yeah, there's the scene where with Bill Paxton wearing the leather pants and he's like he's he just does a lot of funny things and he's he's like controlling over he runs some sort he's, of club I guess he's, he's like, like a sort I of want you to be at the fucking club he's like almost like a pimp but not quite yeah it seems almost like a pimp dynamic this whole movie is almost like a thing and then not like nothing ever is yeah. quite a thing and so you're just like I guess he's like a pimp he's a dick. He's in charge of her, but then she, but then she regard? goes like, "Get out of here, fuck you!" And he's like, "Fine, I will." Which is like, that's not what a pimp would do. So <laughs> yeah, he's like, "You win." And then he, and then when I'm he's, tired when of he's this leaving, anyway. room, best line in the entire movie, we can all agree. When he's leaving her, he goes, "Asta whatever." <laughs> yeah. Asta yeah. whatever. That's what I'm talking about. R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah. damn. What a gem. Absolutely Always devastating. Good. Uh, so then she like goes to the stupid party. Julian Sands throws exclusively have her there and his girlfriend at the time is like his girlfriend's like oh no you, you did this party so you could want to you want to have sex with her oh i hate you or whatever and then he, he like <laughs> it's really such a lame he's like i don't know what you're talking about helena and she's like that's not my that's name the, like, <laughs> oh man i am bad at this <laughs> oh yeah, i just came in my pants <laughs> yeah oh, later on later on he like uh, comes in his pants when that lady shows up and he's like just fuck me right now and he's like oh i came in my pants well, he, see, she, he sees her <laughs> as a vision of helena saying fuck me julian sands and then he comes in his pants so uh yeah Layer, oh no! Oh, but no! But there's another the part where she shows up at the house. That's what I'm talking about. But she comes to the. Oh yeah, right. But no. But he comes to the. But he. But she's. But she shows up and is like, "Fuck me!" And yes. she's like, "Just like I want you to fuck me." And then he just comes in his pants. Yes. But in that scene, I, he does see her as Helena. Yes. Right. That's right. Look, we've all done that. We've all been there. We can all relate to Julian Sands' character in this movie, surely. <laughs> yeah, never has there been a more relatable character never. than Julian Sands never in once. Boxing Helena. But yeah, you pointed like this movie has a very indirect way of doing its plot, or like it won't just tell you things that happen, and you kind of go like, "Is this? 
did I miss something? I'm constantly, and, and I might have, I missed a lot of stuff watching it the way I did, unfortunately. So I watched a hacked up, choppy movie in a hacked up, choppy way. So it was a very baffling she, ordeal for me. So she she leaves her purse at his party, and then I guess, or something. Anyway, she comes, she, somehow he like convinces her to meet him at the airport, or she needs his person, her person. Yes. She's leaving the country, or flying somewhere, and he drives out there, and he's like, oh, but I didn't bring your purse. It's, uh, it must be at my house. And she's like, you fucking idiot. All right, let's go to your house then. <laughs> she is like yeah. that, too. You're so fucking and she's like, she's, she's she like, hates him. She hates him the whole movie, and we're spo- if we're supposed to be on his side, it doesn't work because he sucks so hard that yeah, you're like, is. every time she's like, you fucking piece of shit moron. I hate you. You were no good in bed. You're a piece of garbage. You fucking suck. You're nothing. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this, this yeah seems, absolutely. Right. This you're, is she's 100% the movie that I liked when they're when they're at the airport because it reminds me of of David Lynch in the way that he'll do shit that's like okay so this is the scene in it happened one night where they're having like a like a, a cute argument and and bantering with each other but really it's romantic what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do it where they're saying like horrible shit to each other and sure. don't get along at all so it's like you left my you left my purse at the house. You fucking idiot! <laughs> now we have to go back, yeah. drive back to the house, and get my fucking purse. I'm going purse. with you to the fucking house and, and then, get your and purse. And then he, she starts getting into the car, and he's like, are you coming with me? Why are you coming? She's like, because I fucking hate you, and I don't trust you. And it's like, jeez. Yeah. It's yeah, really it's, funny. It, it, but, but but what's it, the matter? Don't you trust me? No, I don't trust you, you fucking Stop doing James Mason. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. you got to That's it. what her, she's yelling yeah, at him. Yeah, she's yelling at him. Uh, I'm I, just trying out my type five. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hear my Vincent no. Price? It's very similar. <laughs> I, uh, You're never going to get that on SNL. It's way, mu- too, <laughs> way too late for that. Certainly not 20 years from now. People know who Vincent Price is. Now, yeah, but Mason's a real long show. That's, right, a, that's, sure. that's, a, that's a deeper cut. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I it, the whole movie is like that, like you're saying, like none of those like scenes aren't explained and stuff, and it is very Lynchian in that way. But even in David Lynch movies, I don't like, right? Like I don't like Lost Highway really, but like it's pro- like his the weirdness is part of the thing, and it's productive. It's like this is what this is what you're doing, right? This is what we're fucking doing here, people. And this movie, it's like. Are you telling me a story in a normal way or in a weird way? I don't know. Or at all. Or at all. What's also, even fucking happening? Here's the thing about David it's like Lynch. A way that, it's a way that like it's confusing. Here's the thing about <laughs> David Lynch, and I don't know if you guys agree with this, but uh, that guy is lucky that he gets away with a lot of this shit. Mm. Like, I don't think... Like, I don't think... Anybody else needs to be doing this David Lynch shit. Right. Like he's oh, got I see it. what you mean. Yes. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. fine. He's cornered the market. He's cornered I, no, the market. Nobody's going to be able to do that I better don't want, than he can. I don't want this to be a genre where right. several, right. lots of people well, are doing this. Yeah. The one guy gets to do it. That's He, he did it. Right. He did it first. <laughs> That's it. Well, nobody's that co- doing it that anymore. That comes from him. Like you. That's what I'm saying. Like That shit's from him. Like you it's watch like, Eraserhead and you're like... Oh shit! This guy's weird. Like he's gonna, this is going to be a whole career of weird movies like this. Right. Charlton Heston and True Lies, where he goes, "What makes you think I give you any of the considerable <laughs> slack I give him applies to you?" Right? Like it does not, and yep. it's bullshit when you see like a like an amateur trying to do this. Sort of it's even worse. My skirt up, gentlemen. Yeah, it's exactly. even worse that it's his daughter because it's sort of you. You don't want to. You don't. You kind of. You want to try to not make that connection the whole time and go like. Right. You want to be fair to her. Right. You want to be like, okay, yeah, but then you go like, but now why are you making a sort of David Lynch movie? Yeah, like you know, you you kind of asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I watched this movie that was on Hulu this week called False Positive with uh, with Alana from from. Uh, Broad City, and it's kind of a, it's basically like a Rosemary's Baby. Like she's got a spooky husband, and they want to get pregnant, and then okay. they go to the scary fertility doctor Pierce Brosnan, and she gets pregnant, and everything's act, everybody's acting suspicious, and weird shits happening, and she starts seeing things, and you're like, 
I mean, it's not fair to compare this movie to Rosemary's Baby because, you know, that's just not fair. Let the movie do its own thing, but you fucking asked for it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Don't, don't make a movie that's like Rosemary's right. Baby. Right. Or at least not exactly <laughs> like Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they go back to his house. He's a huge turd about it. He has set up this whole meal where he's like, no, I'm going to convince you to come in, and then, oh, look, look at this. I'm, let's have some wine and some champagne. And then he's got her person like <laughs> one of those. What? Uh, what do you call those rich people things where they hide food? The uh, that's, what I, that's, what, that's what I call it. Rich a people things where dome. they hide food. It's a food dome. <laughs> you mean like a, like with a lid? That yeah, like, but is there, there's, like there's got to be a name for it, but like none of us say, know. I don't, I don't uh, know. I don't when know. they say pheasant under glass, that's what they mean. They is pull, it a terrine? Glass? No, no terrine's for soup. Same deal. What do you call the, the what do you call that plate and lid uh, I combo? I've never even seen one in in real life. I know, but like I feel and I feel like it's. I'd never thought about it till just now. What is that thing called? Because it has to have a name. Food dome. I call it a thing rich people keep food hidden in. Uh, anyway, he he has not food hidden in there, but her purse. And then she's like, man, I'm pissed. That's been there this whole time. You fucking moron. It's I'm really, fucking leaving. It's you really fucking funny suck. Too, because he pulls the top off and he looks like, whoa, wasn't that clever of me? And she's like, you fucking pathetic piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So she runs away. She runs out into the road. Oh boy! And she gets fucking plowed by a plowed over by a truck, and her both her legs get brutally run a over. Straight up hit and run. And too. the guy just runs away, and Julian Sands goes, "No, Helena!" And he brings her inside, Helena. and then and then the whole then he like uh, ends up having to amputate her legs. Well, this is save him. one of the only worthwhile scenes in the whole movie. And not that it's good, but it's like really wild because she's backing out. There's a lot that's just very clunky and hilarious about this because she's like backing out into the street. <laughs> And into you've seen into this, a road. You've seen this a million times in a movie before where, you know, they, like, back out. And it's usually, like, in a New York street or something. Right. And you're like, well, cars are constantly going. But there's nobody on and the road. you step out into the road, you're going to get hit. And that's all And that's all there is to it. This is a completely empty street. Yeah. She backs way in, way out into it. Yelling The car him. comes from, like, a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> the car has, is, like, there's trying to hit her. plenty of time to, to stop, yeah. The car is, like, trying to hit her, I guess. I don't know. And we never find out who was driving this car. No. Runs her over. You see her leg get, like, basically smashed. smashed. Yeah. Like cut off both legs. Yeah. yeah, and then it just drives away. It's a hit and run. It goes yeah. around a corner. We never find out who, th- what the fuck that was all about. And then it cuts to Kurtwood Smith, like knocking on his door and going, like, "Hey, what's up? Uh, I was hoping you would give me your job." <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, he's like, true. "Hey, I heard you were leaving the hospital. Can I have your job?" Yeah, I hope you would re- recommend me for your job. <laughs> what's and going on with this girl in here? It's fine. Okay, deal. <laughs> what's under? <laughs> hey, do you know what the name of the food dome thing is? Because uh, it's called, just, it's called a cloche, by the way. A cloche. Wow. Yes, I've never. I looked wow, it up. that would not. I would that. never have guessed that. A cloche. You book your uh, purses under all, the cloche. Later. All the all the rich people that are listening to our podcast right now are like, "Ugh, these peasants." So many monocles just dropped into cocktail <laughs> uh, glasses. They they were like, <laughs> they 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 just they, opened they liked them. they were on board with the James Mason part, but now that oh, we didn't yeah, know what a cloche James was, Mason. but then the, but then they, we didn't know what a cloche was. They were like, "What?" in their it's soup, out. their monocles dropped right into the soup. Say goodbye all. Say goodbye to all eighty-seven of those patreons. Oh no, eighty nine. Eighty nine. We've got eighty nine. Um, uh, anyway, she gets run over by a truck, and you got to remember that as far as I, as far as we can tell, by the end at the end of the movie, everything up to the point where she gets hit by the truck actually happened. Because mm-hmm. then the dreams, because then it, it ends with him or her getting hit by the truck and being taken to the hospital. <sighs> yes, and, and so. All that stuff happened, and now so first of all, that stuff's all weird, and then the rest of the movie is weirder, but not much. Just like sort of different weird stuff happens. Yeah, it's not much different from the rest of. So it's not discernibly like 
dreamlike right. the rest of the movie. But he does cut off her legs, and then he cuts off her arms at some point for some reason. Yeah, well, she tries to choke him. Yeah. Oh, that's why, okay. Well, there's only one thing I can do about that. <laughs> cut her arms off. Yeah, and then, so then she's just... Just armless and legless, and she and just, he has to wheel just her propped around. Just propped up in a bed, <laughs> going like, you stupid piece of She's shit. She's got this little wicker chair she do drives her around right. in. You call this cutting off arms and legs? You fuck that up, too. She hates him You're so much. total trash. The whole time. I don't know. This is, that's the whole movie, is and it? It's like a battle of wills or some bullshit between these this cuck and this lady who hates his guts, yeah. who yeah. doesn't have arms and legs. And that's the, and that's the whole fall, movie. And then she does fall in love with she him. She falls in love with him <laughs> after, after she watches him fuck another lady. And That's she, how I get and, women to fall in love. And he's like, with me. "How yeah. was he?" And then she, the, just hang out in that closet. Like, how, how uh, was, it'll all make sense. Yeah. How was that? And he, she's like, "Pretty good. It was, pr- it was pretty good. It was pretty good. That was pretty good fucking. Not, not, not the best, but pretty eight good. out of ten. The lady, the lady, the she, she that, would hold up a sign, but she can't. <laughs> the lady in that scene, by the way, uh, actually, I can't remember her first name now, but uh, her last name is Scorsese. Oh yeah, not related to Martin Scorsese. Right. Oh. I, if you look on her Wikipedia, it's like Nicoletta. Austin, it's Nicoletta. Nicoletta. Yeah, she's also the the girl that." Chevy Chase has the hots for that. She's like actually selling jewelry and Christmas. She's vacation. actually related right. to Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She changed, she's like Nicholas Cage. She changed her name to Scorsese. <laughs> uh, Don't want to be associated with the, you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go on my own steam. <laughs> uh, so I mean, that's that's kind of I don't know. That's like. Then there's this whole middle section of the movie that's, that's just it. them, like... And then Bill Paxton is, like, meanwhile going, like, where'd Helena go? And then he, like, does his own detective work to figure out that she's at his house, and he shows up at some point, and he's like, I'm gonna blow your brains out, you weird freak! And turn then he's like... Freak. She's turn like, no, don't freak. do it! And he's like, they t- turned you into a freak! What's she going on be here? beautiful! This is a bit too freaky for me! And he runs away. Freak you guys! <laughs> this is where you get, like, a, a little bit of, like, maybe some of the dynamic that, that, that uh, she was aiming for, where he's, like... He's going like, she's a fucking freak. She used to be beautiful. Now she might as well just be dead. Why don't you just kill her? Right. And Julian Sands is like, no, she's still beautiful because he loves her so much. Fight of my life, fire of my loins, Helena. Fire of my loins, Helena. But but I think she's beautiful even when she doesn't have arms and legs, and that's how pure our love is. Or is it? Because none of this happened at all. But <laughs> the end. This yeah, is this is the yep. end too. Thank God yep. this movie's not very long. The, the Venus de Milo falls on Julian Sands' head. He wakes up and he's like, "What? Where am I, Helena?" And uh, Clarence Bodiger's like, "She's fine. She's in the other room." And he goes in to and see her. And you really think this is a dream sequence? Yeah. And he goes to see her and he's like, "Well, this might be a dream sequence." That's true. Because then he goes <laughs> in there and he's knows. like, "Oh, there you are." The nurse is mad at him. And then she, she goes has in her there. Arms and then legs. she then he leaves her room. She wakes. Then she yeah. wakes up and she's like, "Huh?" And then she, and then she wakes up again. And she's just been hit by a truck and is getting taken by him into a into the hospital. And he's like, "It's gonna be okay." And then the movie is over, over. thankfully. And you go, "What?" Yep. Yeah. And you go, "What?" And then you go, "Who cares?" Pretty quickly. Uh, pretty quickly after what? Kim Basinger was gonna be in this. I oh, feel bad for her. Weren't you telling me Ed Harris was supposed to be? Yes, Ed Harris was supposed <laughs> to be Julian Sands for a while. <laughs> what? You fucking double charge. I would me for love this? to have loved to have seen the fucking pitch. Somebody was really good at the pitch. Uh, Helena! Ah, just Ed Harris is fucking <laughs> so flipping mad. out. He's wearing the vest from Apollo 13. He's <laughs> <laughs> just chain smoking. Uh, he should be wearing the beret from Truman Show. Yes. <laughs> As Christoph, of course. Mm. No, he's wearing his knights his motorcycle night armor from Night Riders. Night Riders. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's wearing his Chasing famous that costume from the abyss. <laughs> Regular clothes. Just clothes. A hat. <laughs> Blue hand. Fuck. Yeah. Ed Harris, a master of costumes. Master of disguise, Ed Harris. Master of disguise. The could, du- they call him the Duke of Disguise. You know, you know. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but he actually played Dana Carvey playing the Master of Disguise. I did know that. Master I did know that. Yeah. Yeah, what a coup! He even he and he, but to, to keep to, you know, to keep it so on the DL, like Dana Carvey even got paid for it and yeah, stuff. Like Harrison he didn't take anyone. Paid. He just like yeah. I just want to play you in a movie, Dana Carvey, and I don't want anyone to ever know about it. <laughs> it's like, these like three idiots. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I found out, and I'm Ed Harris so told not me. He told you. He yeah. told us all when he came to Scarecrow that time. Dude, we're not supposed to tell. He, he said, it, "Don't tell anyone." Yelled at little under your hats, but I was playing Dana Carvey in the Master of Disguise. Keep this under your hats from the movie The Abyss, but I am played Keep Master of Disguise. Keep this under your hats from the future television program Westworld. <laughs> Keep this under your cowboy hats, <laughs> which I'm, I will be on in 17 years. Let me, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm going to spoil the twist in Westworld for I'm, you it's too. It's me. I'm it's him. Me. I'm the young guy and the old. Me. I'm McPoyle. I'm the guy from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Another show that's brand new. He hasn't been on that show yet either. But trust me. Trust me. <laughs> Yeah, wow. like a, you got a lot like of a, good entertainment the, to look forward to. <laughs> turns out, turns out Ed Harris is like a time traveler, like James Woods in that <laughs> Simpsons episode. All right, now you're you, I'm me. Uh, wh- I'm you, what? Hey, uh, we're making Ed Harris seem a lot more fella. fun than he actually is. He's probably not this fun. I have to assume he's not even remotely fun in real life. Yeah. But that's Ed Harris, oh, and yeah. uh, you knew we were going to get to Ed Harris at some yeah. point. You knew if we're talking about talking Boxing, Boxing Kalina, Kalina, we're going to be talking about Ed Harris. <sighs> and time travel. Yeah, so nothing happened. And uh, this is—it's very no, amazing. No, some things happen. God damn it! It's incredible. No, a guy—a guy is a gross stalker, and then a lady got run over by a truck. The end. The end. Yeah. That's how the movie ends. Oh, I'm sorry, Helena. This actually is entirely and my fault. Art Garfunkel was there. <laughs> and Art, Art Garfunkel, Garfunkel was there. inexplicably so there. So that's actually the only thing that is like where it's a dream because you would Maybe wake, you would wake up and go like, dream. I had this dream, and then like this guy cut off my arms and legs, and Art Garfunkel was there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should end with like Art Garfunkel waking up and being like, oh, it was just a dream, and then he looks over and Paul, Paul Simon's, Simon's in bed, bed with him, next yeah. to him, and he goes, ah! Why did they come to our concert just to boo us? It's <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> All right, are we done? What's going on? Yeah, do, you have any, do you have any quotes? Any quotes? No, I, I wasn't because of the way I was watch. I was watching it like on my phone. wasn't didn't make God it easy. Damn, to you watched it the worst. Yeah. just the worst way ever. Absolutely. You Boy. couldn't get it to play on your laptop. Uh, I was at work. Oh, yeah. uh, work's a jerk. I blame work. I blame work. I blame work for so many things. Mm-hmm. Me having this apartment, capitalism, <laughs> and so on. Uh yes, uh, but the, oh, I got the one line that that's the most important thing. Hasta later. Hasta whatever. Hasta whatever. And then of course, just like an in, infinite variations of you stupid fucking weak pathetic piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. That oh, uh, yeah. Helena she, calls him. Oh, there's that part where he's on the phone with our Garfunkel. Garfunkel's like, "Hey, do you want to go catch a movie or something?" He's like, "No, I can't. I'm uh boxing Helena. I'm if you know what Helena. I mean." <laughs> Currently, catch my drift. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> you smell what I'm cooking? Wink, wink. Nope. Well, I'm just going to hang up instead. Goodbye. Click. <laughs> and then he comes in his pants. <laughs> All right. Let's ah, get, let's, ah. It let's is get, also very funny when he comes in his pants that it's like <laughs> it's it's like he got shot or something like that. He like he's it, like, he <laughs> came so hard. He's just like, ah, yeah. ah. And she's like, do you want me to get you a drink? And he's like, ah. He starts crying and she's like, oh, I'll get you a towel or whatever. She's, she's very she's very nice. Yeah, she, that part also seems like a dream because she's very nice about it oh, and then the, and then there's a part when when Helena's yelling at him about that, going like, "You you little pussy, you came in your pants." 
And she, he goes, she goes, you're terrible at sex. And he's like, no, you're a real woman. You're not a real woman. A real woman's supposed to lie. Well, she's a lie to a man. The, say that the sex was good. And she's like, yeah, but that's because you feel something. I don't feel anything for you, you pathetic sexless True. That freak. That is a good bit. <laughs> Actually, you know, I think about it. A lot of the Helena yelling at him stuff is pretty funny. It's like, well, uh, yeah. Maybe a super cut of that might be a good that's movie. A, I would that's, love that. That's the half star, the half Judd I'm going to give this movie. Yeah. Oh, ratings then. Actually, that's not true. I'm going to give it one Judd. Yeah. yeah. A half a Judd for the yelling and a half a Judd for Art Garfunkel. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm also going to buy my so half what's your total? different. Yeah. One. One. one total. Okay. <laughs> I thought there was maybe one. Yeah. I'm going to give it three and a half Douglases. Yeah. For that's, all of the fucking that's, that's and the talk earned. about fucking and yeah. the Oedipal Freudian, just the whole vibe and yeah. the and the gratuitous the, the one the one sex scene is entirely, entirely gratuitous. gratuitous. It's like great. It's it's gratuitous it's, like the one in the that <laughs> that Rose yeah, yeah. McGowan yeah, movie. Yeah, it, it's exactly like that where you're like, wow, okay. Because it's even a lady where you're like, let's get a lady who looks like the lady that you would that you would that like you to would see. Want to see? Wasn't get the sex scene in, in the Rose McGowan, a Devil in the Flesh? Wasn't that just two random people that had nothing to do the, with the fucking no, movie? No, it was the teacher no, was the who was the main guy. No, it was the, main, the teacher. That's and, right. and his, and his, and his wife, hot wife. wife. And that's it. <laughs> and you can be the teacher's wife. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it three and a half Douglases. I'm gonna give it. Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I'm gonna give it ten out of ten cloches. Oh boy! <laughs> nice. Because now we know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, well, we know we it's instantly called. forget that. Uh, no, that's the name of the episode. It's Cloche. <laughs> that's it. Cloche is a lingerie shop without a front window, Rick. Cloche. Closure. Cloche. The closure. Um, I'm going to give it one and a half. There was just what? <laughs> well, you could get the fuck I could out of here. I could add a half, a half a Judd for Bill Paxton. I know. Yeah, yeah, I think like mainly for that Bill Paxton stuff, I was really laughing. I mean, I swear to Christ, he's wearing a mesh black shirt. <laughs> A tight mesh shirt and leather black pants. Yeah. it's fucking yeah, he is. wild. Yeah. No, he is. It's it is a treat. Are you are you just not sure? No, I mean, oh, okay. it's just like I I, I can't go lower. Yeah, I it's see, a terrible, I see. terrible movie, but that is a thing that happens. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, it I is. like her. I like her yelling at him. Um, and then if, and then that scene with Art Garfunkel while she's dancing in the fountain, and then, then Art Garfunkel's there. <laughs> I, there's a few moments. It's a really worthless movie, but there's just a few moments where I was like, yay! Yeah. Like, if, if it had only been like that the way through. They didn't even come fucking close to being like that all the way through, but no. like these moments I thought were pretty wonderful. Uh, I'll take your word for it. Three and a half uh, Douglases. Yeah. Didn't get to see any Yeah, of that. you saw the non-Douglas version. Yeah. That sucks. You should give shitty. it zero Douglases for the cut you watched. Yeah, yeah zero Douglases for the <laughs> shitty YouTube cut, but like, yeah. who's expecting anything of that? You know, like... Fuck you, weirdo who did put up that <laughs> <laughs> the boxing Elena footage. Could have been YouTube cut that shit out because they do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm going to give it zero out of three sex scenes because I didn't see any of them. <laughs> nice. Aww. Good. Uh, I'm giving. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to give it one and a half also because as bad as it is, I do think all of those things are good. Bill Paxton. Bill. It's like I can give it, it can never f- be bad. I give it a full Judd just for Paxton. Yeah, uh, and he's ba- like again. D- this movie sucks, and he's barely in it. But when he is barely in it, it's like, oh, thank Ooh. God! Oh, thank God! Bill Paxton is in what this scene, yeah. just being like, "What are you doing? Get to my club! I hate you! <laughs> fun, fun, hostile, or whatever." Very silly. <laughs> so good. Uh, I'll go. I'll go three and a half. Uh, three and a half Douglases too. Yeah, that's it's it's pretty gratuitous, naughty stuff. And I'm gonna give it. Uh, and you get one pair of hot leather pants on Bill Paxton. Yes. <laughs> I got to. I got hot, to. Hot, hot, <laughs> hot. And it's hot in here. <laughs> it is in hot this room. in here. And now I'm thinking about Bill Paxton in those pants. I know. It's out of control. Just imagine how hot he was in those pants. Oh. Gotta get out of these pants, Selena. 
Why don't you come over here and take these pants off me? No. Austin, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. What are, what are we doing next? Next is 1999's Oxygen. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> are you going to kill me? I want your husband's money. I can give it to you. Lots of it. Anything you want. I hope you stay alive. Really. I mean, you seem like a very nice lady. You're not... You're not really gonna bury me alive. No, you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna bury me alive. No, please, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Please, I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. I beg you. Please don't do it. Hey, handsome. How's it going? It's almost done. <laughs> no, please. No! Help! Out there. No one can help you. I don't know what you're screaming about. No, there's no one. There's no one. Now, let's take off your clothes. Probably Please. the best movie of the three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, um, yeah, maybe. It's a functional movie. I think that I, I would, I look. It, it, I'm not. I wouldn't argue, but I could. I, I, you could make an argument between this. And captivity being the best of the three, but neither of them are good either. They're definitely better than Boxing Helena because they are, I guess, technically I, movies. I don't happen. technically agree with you about captivity being better, but it's also not worse than Boxing Helena. They're just equally worthless garbage. Yeah. Uh, I think Boxing Helena is more worthless because it's like this. It's got this bullshit pretension that doesn't sure. go anywhere, <clears throat> and you're like, "Fuck you! You tried something and it didn't yeah. work at all, and you sucked at trying it too." And Captivity is just like, hey, here's a movie that sucks. And you're like, yeah, okay, well, yeah. it's over at least. <laughs> this one, but we got to get to Oxygen this first. This one features <laughs> one of my very favorite actresses, the great Maura Tierney. Tierney yeah. Evil Men. Yes. Abby Lockhart. Abby Lockhart, the single, the single greatest television, television character of all greatest time. Greatest ter- television character <laughs> of all time. Uh, and she or she plays a, v- a vaguely troubled police officer although there are no good police officers like all the cop stuff in this movie is just awful they're all yeah they're all dumb. everybody's a very dumb cop yeah her included yeah oh she she may be worst of all yeah uh but uh and she's uh that's it well, like it starts with a, it vaguely... starts with a kidnapping right this it woman starts with uh, with uh, Steve Martin's wife from Plain Strange and Automobiles being that's kidnapped right. by Adrian Brody who is the only the only thing that is any kind of from, fun in this movie and his girlfriend from LA Story Oh, is it? Who was actually his No, wife? no, that's no, not Victoria Tennant. No, 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 that's Tennant. not him. That's it is not, not, no, not Victoria no. Tennant. She's on, oh, she's in the... She's on the... Something bo- else She's also on The Boys. Oh, she was in The Holcroft Covenant that I saw oh, recently. Victoria Sorry. Tennant. Victoria Tennant is in Victoria that, yeah. Tennant. Wait, Wait, I got oh, confused. No, the lady, the lady from this is in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. She's okay. also in The Boys. She plays like that senator that the... Or whatever. She used to be in charge of the like superhero the team that's or something. Right. Yeah. So she's she very distinct. She had a very distinctive face. I mean, she gets kidnapped by Adrian Brody, who's who's the only person in this that seems to be even having a little bit of fun. Uh, kind of. He's, he's very bad, but it is a. It's like, not good. Outlandish, crazy. It's, performance it's all, that like, you He's can, always. He's like doing a thing. He's like going like, okay, so I got this script that isn't very good. I'm gonna do a thing, and the director wasn't going. Well, no, don't do a thing. Brody's always trying to do a thing, and this is young before he got yeah, yeah. super famous. Adrian Brody. Yeah. So it's like it's just like young and hungry and it's not hungry. very good. It, it, I mean, I'm not saying it's great, but it like is the only thing yeah. that is a thing in the movie. It's, it's, something. That, it's kind, something. that kind of works. Like he's he pops up and he's entertaining. Mildly, I like everybody this. else is like depressed and 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 lame. <laughs> I like movie. this. This is my favorite part in the movie because he goes up and the, he's like the lady's got a dog, yeah. 
And he goes up to him, he's like, hey, how's it going? This takes place in New York. I fucking talk like this. I'm a super genius. And uh, and he's got a dog treat, but he does a magic trick for the dog, or he's like, right. nothing in his hands, and then he pulls out a dog treat. And it's like, dude, that dog's not going to get the fucking magic trick. Yeah, <laughs> dog doesn't get a magic. You trick. can pull a. You Whoa. can You can be like, "Hey, dog, what's going on?" Dog, be like, "What?" You can pull the treat out of its pocket. It's gonna be out of your pocket. Same it's gonna deal. be as excited. Oh shit! <laughs> it's a fucking that treat dog. came out of fucking nowhere. Well, this guy didn't have a treat, and then he did have a treat. What the fuck? <laughs> Any way you give a dog God, a treat? God, human beings are just magical. Yeah. They pull food out of their fucking bodies. <laughs> They're not going to know. Uh, so he kidnaps, kidnaps this lady and buries her. Yeah. He buries her, and it's him and his bu- his dumb buddy are burying her in the woods, and he's, he's like- just like a handsome We're going to get buddy. some ransom, and uh, you got 24 hours of air in there. Oxygen. Yeah. That's Wee. the title of the movie. Then it's Maura Tierney on a train with her husband, uh, the warden from- from uh, Oz. Oz. Terry Kinney. Terry Kinney. And they're like, she's troubled, and he's, I guess, was injured on the job or something because he's on a, crutch on a crutch the whole time. Anyway, they see a guy who's a bail jumper or something. I don't know. They see a guy who's like, she's got, she's like she's off got duty, but she's got a shots. book. She's got a book of mugshots because she's obsessed or something. Yeah. It, the whole movie is, uh, or something, because the whole movie, this felt was one of the most generic well, movies. Every time I've it's ever about seen. to start doing something, it's like, wait, no, no, yeah. never mind. Forget it's, it. It seems, it feels willfully, like, willfully generic. Like, it wants to not be. Anything or like that somebody deliberately <laughs> cut the interesting parts out because they were like a studio. It idiot doesn't even or feel like, like they that, filmed you know? them though, because yeah. the whole movie makes sense. There's not stuff sure. missing where you're like, there's a part missing. It's just that there's a there's a but it like, an, there's no there's an angle. It introduces things that then just disappear into the ether. When everything ha- that happens is so like by the book, like yep, yeah. here's an interrogation scene, and you know how this is gonna go. Mm-hmm. There's a car chase that takes forever, and then it ends the way the car chases do, and nothing is filmed in an interesting way or an exciting way. It's just all very like this is these are the things that happened in the order that I wrote them in the script, and you're like, why did you make this movie then? Right. Just but make th- a different movie. You got the I was like, you get the you got the fucking I was telling you the other day, it's like you got the gold ring, you get to make a movie, and this is not like a big <laughs> studio movie. This is sort of like a a little bit you know like a mid length indie. indi- independent movie. You could probably do something like, interesting here, right? You you got the gold ring to make a movie that's like your fucking movie. And then you're like, let's make a movie that's kind of, you know, it's a little bit like Seven, but not really. It's a little bit like these other movies, but it's kind of just, we just want to do it. We just get look, some we just Silence wanna, of the Lambs stuff let's just in get, there. We, if, as long as we finish it, well, we're pretty happy. Yeah, that's how this and movie we, feels. And we did. We all yeah. got paid. And we did. did. We did. <laughs> what? We okay. It. You could watch it. Great. It's a total movie I'd, that you can put on and would watch. You, would you want to watch it? Beats me. <laughs> that's not That's not my job. My, my job was to make it. You it's, watch it if you want. It's not for me to say. This guy's ended up making a couple of other relatively interesting movies, I yeah. think. He did that Pierce Brosnan movie, The Matador. I do like that. That's did, fun. That's but fun. That's, got a, that's, like a, that's a movie that does have a fun hook. Sure. Where it's like regular guy hooks up with this guy who turns out to be an assassin and they become buddies. And it's kind of like, this is fun. Okay. And he did uh, <laughs> he did that Fantastic Fest movie we watched a couple years ago, The Perfection, with uh, the girl from Girls. Oh, and, like, the, that movie's great. Yeah, that was fun, right? I think that's that's a great that's a great movie. Same dude. Everybody, um, everybody check out the Perfection actually on Netflix. If you don't know anything about it, don't, don't find out. Find out. Just, watch, just it. watch it. That's yeah. what everybody told me. Like, don't don't read or see anything about yeah, it because yeah. it's a crazy movie. God, yeah, that's a, that's actually kind of amazing to me that that guy directed this. Oh, I think this was like his first movie or something. He, so. He'd done a couple things before this, but yeah, this is like you know kind of a break. Because this just because those both both of those movies at least have something going on, and yeah. this is uh, this is just like uh, okay. He done that. He did that people. David Bowie movie, The Linguini Incident. Have you ever seen that? That's no, right. Yeah, yeah. He did that too. It's okay. really bad. Anyway, Maura Tierney chases a guy and ends up shooting there's him. There's a part. There's a part <laughs> in this uh, subway. It's very French connectiony. Uh, yeah. But there's a part where she chases him through like an entire subway or yeah. an entire subway. Train. 
and it's like a handheld camera, and it's kind of like, that was neat. Yeah. Yeah, then because she lets like, him get into the middle of the street and just starts opening fire. They're yeah, just like yeah. shooting people. And that's just sort of how it begins. It doesn't have to do, any, do with anything other than we find out that she's been obviously very stressed out by this situation. She's running, ran a guy she's down so, she shot She's him. so stressed out that she has to go do some bondage sex. She's got to go yeah. do kinky sex stuff but, that but, she hates herself But for. even that doesn't really go anywhere. No, it doesn't go anywhere. It, like, she does that, and then her husband finds out later, and then it's kind of like... But whatever, and like, doesn't she just tell him? Doesn't she yeah. just go like, "I cheat on you"? Uh, later on, he kind of knows, though. Right. I, mean, I think he he's has cucked. an idea. Yes, he's very, he's very cucked. She two goes, cucks in a row. She, she goes to this like wow. creepy, um, technically like, three cucks. Yeah, it's in gonna a be row. whole. Cu- it's cucktivity. Yeah, she goes to this uh, creepy uh, like sex lair where this like weird dude is sitting there, and he's like, or she like calls him first, and he's like, "Tell me what, come me, over, tell me what I want to hear." And she's like, "I want to come over." He's like, "Tell me again." I want to come over. Tell me again. You're like, well, all right, just stop it. And then she goes over, and he's just like this dude in a in a in a room, and he's like smoking a cigarette, and he's like, hello. It's totally like Arnold in True Lies, just like sitting there going, like, take off your clothes, do <laughs> yeah, it again, do exactly. it very slowly. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of vaguely European, I think. And then he's like, get into the room, and you're like, oh, and the room is where this stuff. Sex, and then it cuts away. Kinky sex stuff happens, and this, and it generally, and it generally involves her boozing and getting cigarettes put out on her. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty kinky. Look, I'm not gonna. Sure. You know, I'm not here to kink. But shame. also, it doesn't have that anything is, to do with the movie at all. It, well, I mean, it's it's supposed to. Yeah. It's yes. that it's that thing that's supposed to. It's she's supposed to be like she's troubled side. and like yeah. So she's so she knows that's the whole thing is that it's supposed to be like she's troubled in a way that can let her into right this guy the mind or she or she's more, or she's more susceptible to his like Svengali darkness yeah. and stuff. But it doesn't really. The movie is. It might just be that the movie's. Also, like, not tightly edited enough because we were talking about that chase, which is kind of neat through the subways, but it goes forever. And the car chase, too, mm-hmm. goes on forever. And you're kind of like, tighten this up. Things, action scenes are exciting when they're, when they're quick, when they're like, when they're exciting, not so much when, like, well, maybe a realistic foot chase would take a long time or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you're making a movie, not reality. The car chase goes on long enough where it's you real you can just sort of you have too much time to kind of like look around and go like oh they're not actually driving very fast uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not actually doing anything particularly remarkable here oh, all right the the one of my favorite parts is coming up where she like uh she so she leaves the kink thing and then her her partner Paul Calderon mm-hmm. finds her and he's like hey Bob. hey we got a call we got a call you got you got to come in and she's like, and she's clearly like fucking drunk and yeah, fucked yeah. up. And she's like, no, nah, I'm off duty. He's like, doesn't matter. You got to come in. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, fucking make a call here to not bring her in. Right. She is clearly, she's, she says, no, I can't come in. I'm real fucked up. And he's like, Too I can bad. see you're real fucked up, but you got to come in. This and you're is like, New York. I we only ma- have one detective. Yeah, I think maybe just don't like, maybe get like, someone else. Get this someone time. else. Just be like, I couldn't get a hold of her or something. Don't bring her in. She's clearly very fucked There's up. There's got to be someone it's really, else. It's really weird. I'm like, what? Well, it's, it's just be you. Just the beginning of a list of many bad decisions <laughs> that the police make in this movie. Yeah. Like, okay, so they find out that they, this dude is kidnapped his lady yeah. and he's pull, he calls in the ransom demand to to, to, his, to the husband and he's like don't call the cops meet me at this cemetery and I'll tell you know give me the money and I'll tell you where I buried your wife he's like I'm gonna do it and they so like do it and then he calls the cops and then the cops are there at the cemetery totally scoping the whole thing out yeah. they see Adrian Brody in his car come up and talk to the husband and then they're like I think he knows we're here it's like a no shit he knows you're there B just take a picture at least. Get his license plate. You could, they could identify him from this and, and arrest him right now. Yeah. 
Um, uh, and, and then they totally fail to. And after the car chase that ensues after this, they're like, he got away. Who could he be? <laughs> well, he has is very hard to find out who he is because he's this kind of guy in that he has burned his fingerprints off with acid. There's all kinds of details about this character where you're like, what? And the shit, the Adrian shit where they're Brody's like, we're going to ID him from his braces because he's got top braces. <laughs> Then he, they're like trick braces too, because he pulls the wire out and uses, yeah, it, uses to like, it. But like, they're real. He loves Harry Houdini. Yeah. No, they're he, real. He calls braces. himself Harry Houdini. Yeah. Yes, but and they're he, real braces. But he's made. He's like cut the wire or something to make it so he can yeah. use the wire to cut his. He has the husband his, uh, meet him at Harry Houdini's grave, and he yeah. does all this, and he's like, "If you ever, I think at one point he actually asked her, like, do you have you ever heard of Harry Houdini? Yeah, somebody like, that's actually yeah. a line of dialogue in this She's movie. heard of him. That's what she says. Too. She's like, yeah, I fucking heard of Harry Houdini. <laughs> and he I goes, well, Houdini. let me explain some things to you. And you're like, oh. <laughs> you shouldn't just punch a guy in the stomach like that. You know, that's how Houdini died. You can't just go up and punch a guy that's in the stomach. That's from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> you shouldn't just punch someone in the stomach when they're not expecting you. That's how Houdini died. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Someone was like, oh, it's Harry Houdini. That, Boom, however, dead. is the only reason not to do it. <laughs> that's it, though. <laughs> Other than that, it's fucking cool. And what are the odds of it happening twice? Yeah. Just go ahead. <laughs> Feel free to punch someone in the stomach as hard Especially as when they're not when they don't think it's coming. Oh. That's uh, the be- that's the best gut punching. Is guard down gut punching. That's the uh, plot in the uh, the grifters. That's yeah. what happens at the that's, beginning. That's, that's almost that's what, how he <laughs> almost dies in that movie. That's like the whole movie he's like dying because some guy like uh, this bar he's fucking with somebody and hits him in the stomach with a bat, baseball yeah. bat and he's like his like ruptured something in his stomach. So the whole movie he's like, "Oh, my stomach is actually killing me." Then spoiler alert, his mother kills him by accident. Yeah. yeah. I just read that book recently. Way better movie yeah. than this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get out of town. So maybe we'll do a Freers episode sometime. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, Tears for Freers. Got the hit. Got Grifters. Dirty Pretty Things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. Look forward to that, everyone. <laughs> That's not coming up next or anything. I just thought of that just now. Um, uh, okay. So so then there's a, there's a car chase that is, I actually, because I was watching this and uh, I think I was a little tired. Uh, I fell asleep, and then I woke, I dozed <laughs> off, and I woke up, wow. and the car chase was still going on, and it's I was like, warm. I got, re- and I rewound it, and I was like, it was, it's like nine minutes long, this car chase. Wow, it is, it's and nine is minutes long, long and it's, and it's, it's a car chase that feels nine minutes long. Like, and I'm, I'm, I guess I'm counting the part after he gets out of the car and runs for like a minute, yeah, before Paul Calderon goes like, hey man, what's going on? And punches, Just punches him, him in the face. <laughs> Paul Calderon. Like he's got like a, he's got like a picture frame. He's like, hey, look, take a look in the mirror, and then he punches through it. Paul Calderon, that you might recognize from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, this is the guy, the bartender English in Bob. Pulp Fiction. English Bob was originally supposed to be Jules. Yeah. Oh wow, jeez, yeah. that's too bad for Paul Calderon. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, he my did name's fine. Paul, and this is between y'all. He's on Bosch now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Travis's favorite show. Travis's Bosch. favorite show. Bosch. My favorite fucking show of all time. Johnny Bosch's autobiography, Bosch by Johnny Bosch. <laughs> He's like another Bosch on that show. Is the character's like they name Hieronymus Bosch? Yes, on his that name show. is Hieronymus Bosch. Damn it, what a I know. Doesn't that fucking shit. suck? That I hate sucks. that fucking so show. Dumb. But he's but he's Titus Welliver is like cool old dude who's like showing the young whippersnappers what to do. And then in like the second like second or third season, they introduce Paul Calderon, who's like cool old detective dude who's showing all the young whippersnappers what to do. He's like, we got another one. <laughs> and they're both like cool kind of like jazz guys and stuff. And his name is Laronymus Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> it's Larry strange. and Harry Bosch. It's very strange. <laughs> the two Boshes. Uh, my two Boshes. <laughs> my two Boshes. <laughs> You're not the Bosch of me. Anyways, perfect Boshes. Boston Common. Boston Common. Common. There it is. We did it. Bo- <laughs> 
And it's been off Boston legal. <laughs> <laughs> that David E. Kelly, he can't do anything wrong. Oh it's God. all good. I can see why Michelle Pfeiffer fell so hard for him. He's a dreamboat, too. Fucking smoking hot smoke show, oh, David, David E. Smoke Kelly. Show he's, David got e. Kelly. Huge, he's got a huge cock. I want to see big, great big cock. <laughs> he's got a great big cock. I want to see him in those leather pants and that tight mesh shirt that Bill Paxton has. Can can somebody well, do that? that? Can somebody <laughs> post that? They call that the David E. Kelly. Oh yeah, the full yeah. Kelly. That's what Bill Paxton was like. I think this character is going to be the full Kelly. <laughs> and they they knew exactly what the custom designer knew. We exactly got you, Bill. Meant. We got you, Bill. You mean like you mean like uh, David yeah, E. Kelly, the, the David E. Kelly? Yeah, we got that future successful. TV, every every costume writer. designer in Hollywood will tell you they've got a they've got a full Kelly ready to go <laughs> at the drop of a hat, just in case. Especially if you're going to do a guest bit on Bosch. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> oh, okay, Christ. so they capture this guy and then a bunch of stuff. Then there's an interrogation scene that I feel like went on forever. It's like forty minutes. It feels it's like, like it's it's and it's like. It's just one of those supposed. To, it's supposed to be one of those exciting, like interesting, like wits. Yeah, it, like, is, it just is not. Like it's like him going, like, do you know? Like the the, the highest, the best he gets to, is like, do you know who Harry Houdini is? And then you're like, uh-huh. we forgot to point out this one thing that towards towards in the beginning of the cemetery scene, we noticed that he's got like these green paint flecks on his right, boots, right? Which becomes important later because after this long interrogation scene has has panned out, it. God damn it. <laughs> It turns out that this is all part of his big plan, and it somehow he secretly tunneled into the interrogation room mm-hmm. and built himself an escape route yeah. to get out. Yeah, and the and the area that he has the uh, spoiler alerts for oxygen, uh, the the area that he has the uh, the body buried, and they put a lot of stock into the twenty four hours. I buried her in a tank twenty four hours. It's twenty four yeah. hours. Trust me. Uh, it's in the backyard. It's yeah. the backyard it's of the right back there. police station. There's yep. a huge forest Poughkeepsie. right behind it. Best part of the movie, they keep saying Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie. <laughs> That's where you pick your feet. One French pick connection. Your feet in Poughkeepsie. Oh, right. Another French connection reference. Yeah, this this movie is also like doing some French connection riffs. Like the chase through the subway and the car chase are both clearly supposed to be kind of like gritty i want to do like yeah we're doing it we're doing it we're shooting and we're shooting it in new york and stuff but it's like but let's be let's not do it so where it's exciting like friedkin does let's be very careful about it and make sure that every that's that everybody just asleep we all know what's going on and then kevin falls asleep while this car chase is happening uh was there a there's a funny part where he's on a helicopter too where they get him on a helicopter and he's like looking at the agents because like the some like it's uh it's uh what's his name from uh, the wire uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, and and uh, Banshee, uh, the chief of police. It is uh, Frankie Faison. Oh, yeah, Frankie Faison. Yeah. yeah, he shows up he's and he's awesome. like. But there's a there's a good part where uh, Adrian, he's not awesome in this. He's just awesome in general. Yeah, yeah, he's fine in this. He's not in it very. long, He shows up and he's like doing his thing. You know, he did he did his job. But he uh, there's a part where they're on a helicopter and Adrian Brody's like looking at these agents like, ah, I've never been on a helicopter before. <laughs> that was funny because he's <laughs> just part- he's like it's like that. I like that. You know, he's like. That killer who's enjoying, like I know, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying. This, I'm, a, I'm this, two steps ahead of you all the time. Yeah, which is you know whatever, but it, I, at least it was like the only time that the movie seems to be having fun because then it cuts back to Maura Tierney and her cucked husband, and he's like, "Are you cucking me?" And she's like, "I guess I'm also drunk all the time or whatever." And I'm he's worthless. Like, why are you, why are you so upset? And that stuff happened. Oh yeah, I know. Oh traumas and stuff. Ugh. I do sleazy sex stuff. Ugh. I'm worthless. I hate myself. Yeah, but I'm not as bad as uh, Adrian Brody, and that is something that I learned about myself <laughs> over the course of this movie. I guess. Uh, okay, and this came out in 1999, so this would have been right after News Radio had been canceled, and right around the time she went on oh, to ER. So to this might have this might have happened like right in the middle of of that. She was like, "I'm going to try a movie," and then it was like, 
Nope, ER came calling, right. and now <laughs> two of my favorite shows. No, actually, she had. They had to Did rush. They, they had. To, they had no. They had to rush the production of this movie because they had to shoot both her and Brody out, because she had to go do Forces of Nature. Which uh-huh. I don't know if you recall. She plays. She plays Ben Affleck's fiance <laughs> in that movie. Great, yeah. And he wow. had to go. I can see her wanting uh, to do this more. Like at least I get to play the lead in that. I think he had. I think character. he had to go get shot out so he could do pianist. Okay. Hmm. Wow. No. Wait. Was that that early? Okay. Maybe. Yeah. This is ninety nine. When did well, pianist come out? That also came out ninety nine, but this would have been shot first. The pianist came out ninety nine. I thought that was like two thousand two, two thousand something. Like no, that. maybe I'm wrong. Uh, in any case, that's what well, he, he did. I think he had to get 2002. shot out. Two thousand two. Okay. There he you did go. do. He did. He wasn't like Thin Red Line though. Yeah. Right, around that time. Or he's Fife. So he may have had to... No, no, no. Jim Caviezel is Fife. Uh, no, Jim Caviezel is... Uh, I don't remember. But everyone's always going like, it's all right, Fife. You don't have to do anything. You're a coward. I thought, I thought, I, I'm gonna, I'm I thought gonna, Caviezel was Fife, uh, the coward. No, sure. Caviezel's like... Uh, he's got the light around him. He's like, where's your light? Paul Sean Penn's like, where's your light now? Doesn't matter to me. Whatever. But uh, but uh, Adrian Brody as Fife they both in, in the Thin Red Line is one of the like several actors who, th- who thought that thought they were the lead thought they were the lead and then watched the movie and they had like one line I think John C Riley was also one of those <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be the lead in the oh, next no. uh, Terrace Matter right, movie yeah. oh, oh no it's Wit Jim Caviezel's Jim Wit Jim Caviezel's Wit okay. Noted, anyway. noted wonderful human being Jim Caviezel oh QAnon supporter Jim Caviezel. <laughs> Absolute, absolute, garbage absolute person. lunatic, total garbage person, Jim Caviezel. But he's very good in the Thin Red Line, I guess. Yeah, for for what that's worth. But anyways, Adrian Brody's in this movie, and uh, it's like he's like now hundred degrees he's in here. He's like not terrible in it, but he's not good. No, he, no, I mean, it's he's just the only person. He's like the only guy I like doing. It. He's the only one doing anything. I it's think just, it's, it's just such a it's just such a nothing movie. Yeah. It's such like a beige. Fart, yeah, yeah. That you're like that. It's like oh, anything where he's like in a helicopter, being like, Haha, I like being in a helicopter. I'm like, oh, that's a thing. A character acting like, like a thing. Ripping out his fingernails and shit. Yeah, under the yeah. Table. Nothing's like there's no like sleaze or gore or anything in this really. Like the lady's buried and you're kind of like, ooh, that's a bit nasty. But like it cuts to her like struggling for oxygen sometimes. And she's afraid so. of the dark and stuff. That's so. that's about it. Yeah, like that's about as. You I know? think it's very funny that like that. <laughs> That there's a ha- it's a clearly a, they were aiming for a Hannibal Lecter Clarice Starling dynamic between these two yeah because like right. the whole thrust of the movie like as soon as they sit down in the room together you're like oh this is this is the movie and there's the whole thrust because there's like she's trying to interview him other people are trying to interview him and he's like I want to talk to that lady I want to yeah. talk to that lady I got oh. a New York accent move this movie and uh, and and but he's like you gotta close the gates. It's just you and me. I want to talk because all the other cops are obviously like listening oh, yeah. in. He's you like, just I reminded me to- what he had to get shot out for. It was Summer of Sam. Summer of Sam. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, Boy, I do he's like the punk I, rocker. Yeah, he's, he's oh, yeah. fun in that. I yeah. like it. Yeah, it's yeah. a good movie. I'm just saying. Uh, and uh, and so he's like, this is like, this goes on for like 40 minutes where it's like obviously building to the showcase where they finally do open the or close the gates and and they actually do agree to this where they're like all right well we've uh, he's killed his partner just to show him that he <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck anymore and right. we've run out of leads we we got nothing so we got to do what he says and give him ex- you know give let him finally talk to more tyranny and and like actually leave them to the to themselves and this is all of, of course part of his plan because he's like a super genius I just love the fact that Adrian, like a young Adrian, <laughs> lump, dung, dumb-looking Adrian Brody, who's like 23, is like a Hannibal Lectory, like super. He's been crime planning genius. this shit since he was nine. I've been planning this <laughs> shit since I was like four years old. This is all as I've gone as I've planned, baby. Uh, like, all right, yeah. But you seem so silly. <laughs> I don't know. 
So they take the helicopter ride out to where he says the person's buried, and then they unbury a, they unbury a, a box, and it's a dog. It's this little adorable dog. dog. It's like, oh, it's me. I'm a dog. And then the co- dog, and, and then the dog, and by the way, has presumably been buried under yeah. underground for almost a f- 24 hours and looks fine. <laughs> it looks <laughs> like very they happy. Didn't, they didn't want to do anything to that dog. It looks very happy. He's and like, hi. He's like, he's like panting Boop. and looking around. And then it like, my favorite part is where it cuts away and they're like, oh, you fooled us with this dog or whatever. And then it cuts back to the dog and there's one of the cops is just like scratching its neck yeah, it's just yeah, petting yeah. him i'm like oh and the dog's just like oh yeah uh, little buddy hey, you got any treats that dog's been buried for at least a few hours yeah i mean maybe not 24 hours but for a while for a while long time yeah. it's fine it's dog's fine dog's fine they did, dog's fine but then they didn't find the they lady didn't even, they didn't even want to simulate doggy trauma in this movie they were just like nah, 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 nah. No, they didn't should even, we like maybe make him wet or like dirty or something nah, 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 nah. they didn't even dirty nobody him. wants to see that shit <laughs> dog's fine this is New York. This is New York. <laughs> it's in the water. Uh, yeah, and so you know the whole movie's just building up to. Uh, well, then they then they figure out a final showdown. They figure out that he's escaped. Yeah. When he's and he's got more a tyranny. Yep. Which happens entirely off screen, I might add. Yeah. <laughs> so it just it just cuts to it cuts to Terry Kinney, and he like figures out that Adrian Brody has built built out from the from the interrogation room and that was his big fucking plan mm-hmm. and he calls Frankie Faison and he's <laughs> he like this hey planned. it was all his big plan he he's he broke out of the interrogation booth go look and Frankie Faison does and there's nobody there and uh, then it cut it just cuts and and Adrian Brody's got got the better of Maura Tierney she's like tied up in the back of the car they he, it shows that they escaped through a duct like uh, yeah uh, it shows uh, that on the plans through it but like and then it, they look look up and there's this open like yeah. duct and it's like he, I guess, bound Mara Tierney yeah. up, pulled her up into the ducks yeah. and like dragged her behind him through air ducks out into this woods area that's apparently in the backyard. Uh, and another <laughs> extremely funny part is they, they get a lead from somebody, I don't fucking right. remember who, where they eventually do find Adrian Brody's lair. And there is a big map put up of like the plans that he's created about yeah, yeah. the... Um, uh, the Poughkeepsie Police Station, and it's and it's you you see at the top just sort of like this hand drawn sort of like this thing goes here and through here and arrows pointing here, and then it pans down and it says in all capital letters Poughkeepsie Police Station. <laughs> it's like oh, I needed to remind myself what, what it building, was, yeah. what building, what what was, what, what am I doing for? I love the planning. <laughs> it's all about the planning. It clearly does. That's how Houdini planned. That's so how fucking Houdini robbed all his, kidnapped all his ladies. You don't want to punch those plans in the stomach, <laughs> but you don't see them coming. That's how the plan got When ruined. they least expect it. Uh, he's got Maura Tierney tied up to a tree. Yeah. And then... Oh, this is actually kind of fun. The like lady... The, he, He's digging. He's digging up the lady and the whole. And he's and she's got more tyranny uh, tied up and gagged. I'm pretty sure. So he can. So all she can do is listen to him. Monologuing, he starts monologuing at her. And he's going like, uh, "Isn't this pretty fucked up? I'm gonna bury you with the dead lady. She's definitely dead. I mean, I, you think she could be alive after 24 hours? Pretty ridiculous." <laughs> and uh, and he's digging up the the body this whole time. And he finally like pulls pull finds the the wooden box, pulls off the top, and and she's just like passed out. And he's like, "Yeah." Or she, well, she's, she's dead. She's to, dead. To the best of their knowledge. Look at her. Look at this dead lady yeah, over she's here. She's definitely dead. And now you're going to go in there with it. Isn't that fucking terrifying? Oh, God, I'm a fucking genius over here. <laughs> and then the, the lady pops, like, goes, whoop. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> smashes him with smashes the him. flashlight, flashlight that he left, they left in there. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the partner left in there. Oh, yes. right, because the partner was like, oh, you know, I don't want to leave yeah. in the dark. The soft so they, yeah, they I'm, get a the... ni- I'm a nice guy who's burying <laughs> a lady alive. <laughs> Why are you? This is this is my favorite. This is my second favorite part of the movie because when they they get the better of him, 
And then they put him in the coffin, and Maura Tierney's like gonna got a gun on him, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Should I shoot him or bury him?" And he's like, "And uh, he's and the the lady is like, fucking bury the son bury of a bitch." Him. And, and but then she's so they start throwing dirt on Adrian Brody. He's going like, "Oh yeah, baby, yeah. bury me alive. <laughs> oh sexy. yeah, yeah. He's like it. licking his chops. And he's like, <laughs> and also they're they're they like. You see that they keep yeah. digging more dirt and throwing it, but then the shots of the yes, dirt falling on Adrian Brody, the, there's no dirt on him the, at yeah. all. Just, the editing just is not completely happening. fucked. It's really funny. Yeah. And he's just, and he's like, oh, I swear to God, he's like mimicking, like twisting his nipples and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah going he like, is. It's yeah. totally like, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, bury me, baby, bury me. And she's kicking dirt, and none of the dirt's going in on the shot that we see of him. So and funny. it so goes dumb. on for like for a, a minute. while. It's yeah. crazy. It's like everything in this movie, it, go, every, it goes on like a little too long. Yeah. Where you're like, am I supposed to think that this is fucked up? Because I'm really just annoyed. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, it's he's the dark side. <laughs> yeah, because it goes from being where like, am I supposed to think this is fucked up, and then being like, this is kind of funny. To okay, well, Wrap move, it up. move along. It's the end on. of the fucking movie. Get, and it's get like this she's, over with. And it's like she's listening to us because like she keeps kicking this dirt and none of it is going in, and she she just gets frustrated and shoots him. Yeah, yeah. she's annoyed by him. <laughs> he annoys her so much that she shoots him. And I swear to Christ, this this, it, uh, this almost makes it sound like this movie's fun. Trust me, like it's kind of fun at the end, but it's not worth watching. No. But at the end here, when he's dying of his gunshot wound, he goes. You'll be free now. <laughs> Tomorrow, <laughs> what? <laughs> because they had a conversation. Sure, no, earlier. I know. Yeah. I know. But it, but it's it's like you're supposed to give a shit about their d- dynamic. Like I guess you like do. Like they it. had a relationship or something. Yeah, with yeah. like okay. Lecter and Clarice Starling. Like they right. had some sort of connection or like the, there it's, too. it also is like you know the seven the you know the seven guy. A little now bit. you won't need to go get uh, into know. a weird room and get burned with cigarettes. Yeah, and and presumably that's what we're supposed to think as well. Like now that she did this, she sure. doesn't have to do her like cigarette burning kink. Which you know I don't, we don't want to kink shame. Or anything like that, but man, that's a that's a harsh that's that a harsh sound one. like a fun one. I, don't, I wouldn't like, like that. Scarring yourself. Yeah. Uh, if you was if you were with somebody who did that, you'd be like, I'm worried about you. A maybe bit. she'll I mean, come on. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. What if she just stopped? What if she this like makes her stop drinking, but she still does the cigarette burning? <laughs> you got. I would you, okay. You I'd be okay with that. Yeah. You can keep one. Yeah, you can't do both. She's like, I definitely know which one gets me off more. It's the <laughs> it's the cigarettes. Cigarettes. I can do I without the, c- the booze. The Actually, without the booze, the cigarette burning is going to be even better. Yeah, yeah. it'll hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need a, we need an oxygen too. Oh, too. Uh, uh, oh, <laughs> she's back, mm-hmm. and now she's moving on to cigars. H two no. Judd Judd Nelson's burning, putting cigars out on her. Judd Nelson's <laughs> dad. Judd Nelson now. Judd Nelson's dad. Yeah. Who? What? Breakfast Club. Oh. You see this fucking cigar burns oh, that was over a, here. That was a big. That was a big leap right there. Just cigar burns. Cigar burns. No, it is Travis's patented narrative curly cues. <laughs> I just that was. I was like, I guess I've only seen the Breakfast Club. I think once. we've made bigger leaps than that. Is that what you think? Yeah. That's what I think. Okay. And we're going to talk about it right, <laughs> right now. <laughs> we're going to hash this thing out. I'm going to get out all the old tapes. Oh, it's too hot today. I got all the tapes. Yeah. Milk it is was too a bad hot today. choice. We have to get through this, though. Are we? This movie's over now, though. Are we done? It's. Uh, Do you have any more lines? I some lines. Doesn't, I mean, no, but doesn't she? He, she shoots him and it ends there, right? That's it. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh no! Does it have an extra? Scene? It has an arty. It has an artsy ending where uh, where she. Oh goes, yeah, she goes to Terry Kinney in the Terry bar Kinney's and they the hold bar. hands in the bar and it just like holds and oh. then, then, it, then it cuts to black. Right. Cuts to black. Right. It's right. like the ending of History of, of Violence, where it's sort right. of like well, I don't know. Maybe they'll get back together. Maybe they won't. There's one thing's for sure: you definitely don't care. <laughs> One thing's for sure, your wife looks hot in a cheerleader outfit when you bone her on the stairs. Oh, yeah. Can't argue with that. Yeah. Tom had the perfect wife. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out he was a disgusting gangster from Philly. Uh, I love that. Uh, but I haven't yeah. watched that movie since... 
forever. Since I go, we saw it in the theater. I go I back think, and maybe. forth on that one. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is still really good, and other times I'm like, oh, this kind of sucks now. I would say that the <laughs> ending at the end of that movie when him and his wife get back together, there's like so many more implications. Sure. Where it's like, right. whoa, and you do care. As whereas in this movie. No, you none so of that. they they do that and you go like well, who gives a shit? Yeah. Do I, I mean, want her to get back together with the boring ass Oz <laughs> Warden guy? Yeah. Did, does he want to get back together with this lady who he clearly is like freaked you, out by? Frankly, you both can find a better partner. Yeah, I think you're you both could, young. Yeah, get divorced and like, move on, and you could maybe still be friends or whatever. Yeah, you know, be you, you work at the same place. You know, don't just don't make it weird. I think it'll be better, frankly. Yeah. This is this. They're definitely. This should be the ending. Where, is where like, we we should have an extra ending on there where we explain where we're their marriage counselor and we're yeah, like get divorced. You don't need to all three. Talking at the same time, holding the gun to your head, saying you got to be married. <laughs> Travis, Why get you the gun. Why you got to be married? <laughs> Why is it so important for you to be married? You don't, neither one of you likes each other that much. Oh. Well, you know. All right, but yeah, there's like we gotta gotta get these kink lines out. Um, <laughs> oh, you got the kink lines and everything. Gotta get the kink lines <laughs> on them and everything. Uh, oh, oh, there's a, there's a lot of funny lines. This is this is what um, Adrian Brody says to um, to the husband of the lady who's buried uh, when he's like. In the, at the, I buried at, your wife at Houdini's uh, gravesite and stuff like that. But <laughs> Ed, he, but, Ed Houdini's grave. But the guy gives Adrian Brody the money, and then he's like, "Now tell me where my wife is." And, he, and Adrian Brody just goes, hey, "Yeah, she's a beautiful woman. That wife of yours. You know, I popped the hugest boner for those panties of hers. Very nice. I, he's like Hannibal Lecter. This guy, he popped the hugest boner. <laughs> tell me where my wife is. No, this is so easy." <laughs> I think you know a lot about turning yourself on to your darkest fantasies. Uh, that's that's the kind of the way that he talks to her. Mm. And then uh, I like how whenever he tries to do that shit, though, like it's it's to, it's not really to the movie's credit because it shuts down any even remote attempt at trying to make this interesting. Which she's like, he'll be like, I know, I know what's in your darkest thoughts. I understand you. And she's like, you fucking don't. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. I'm a 23 year old dumb dumb skull. I she's think I fucking like, get she's you. She's just like, nah. But yeah, she's nah. like, yeah, she's like, no. And then you're, the movie's like, oh, I guess not. And you're like, well, what are no, we watching? Why goes, are we watching? She goes, this no. And the movie, the movie is like, but really, yes. And she's like, no. And <laughs> the movie kind of insists, and the character right. insists, but you're just like, no. It's clear that she's right. <laughs> And this is the real Lecter moment where he's like, now you tell me about what happened with your uncle thing, where he's the, the fundamental right. question that he wants to get to the bottom of. Some women fantasize about being raped, but they don't really want that to happen. But you, Maddie, you've given in to your fantasies, and so have I. You've gone where you shouldn't have. Why? And he really does say yeah. the why like a whisper. It's, it's a really good movie, guys. And her answer is just like, I don't know. Fuck it, who cares? Where is the wife? Where is that it, lady? It feels good, and I yeah. kind of hate myself or whatever. Give <laughs> <laughs> me a break. Thing it's none, is, none of your business. The important thing is, I get back together with my drip husband. <laughs> we can all, we can he all eventually, agree. He eventually leaves and becomes a, the the lead detective in L.A. for the little things, which <laughs> takes place which takes place around the same time. <laughs> That's true. Oh, no. Yeah. That's well, earlier than that. Yeah, it is, actually. And it is the little things that kill. We can mm. all agree. Mm. Uh, ratings. Uh... Mm, one and a half juts. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brody's doing a fucking thing a little bit, and I just, I, I know she's not very good in this movie, but I love Maura Tierney, so it's just nice to see her. Nice uh, to see you, Maura Tierney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's rare to see Maura Tierney in a lead role. Especially at this time you in know, her career. I wish that, yeah, I mean, but just in a, in a feature, you know. Yeah. And you're sort of like, ah, I wish there was more of that, but exactly. also I wish this was better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot better. But, 
I mean, I'm pretty sure I'd seen this before, and I only watched it because she was in it, you know? And you forgot it and immediately. I forgot it immediately. <laughs> I mean, I think I remember that it wasn't very good, but anyway. Uh, and I'm going to give it one Douglas for uh, all the kink shaming. Uh, and I'm going to give it uh, 10 out of 10 uh, very happy buried alive dogs. <laughs> yeah, that dog yeah. is fine. Dog is fine. He's fine. He's totally fine. That dog is not only fine. That dog is excited. Yeah, it's an excited dog because they, they open the box and the dog like pops up like, "Hello, I'm a cute dog," and you're like, "Oh, it's kind of." Like, that's what I think. I'm like, "Oh," instead of what you're supposed to do, which is go like, "Oh no, it's not the lady in there." I was like, "Oh, a dog." That's how. That's how much this movie got me wrapped up in this plot. <laughs> Yay, doggy. Hey, the movie wants you to go, oh, no, it's a dog and not the lady. And I went, oh, good, a dog. Something's happening yeah, in yeah. this movie. <laughs> At least there's a dog. Uh, all right. Cut to the dog. I'm going to give it uh, also one and a half uh, 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 Judds. I did I did recall sort of thinking at the end of this. I can't see. You know how like sometimes we watch these really turdy movies and I, and I like them more than I should? Sure. Uh, Stuff usually tends to happen in those ones. Yeah, those are like those are ones where it's like this is bad, but maybe but amusingly fun. so fun. Yeah, this one's like bad and not and interesting. It's in unfortunate. Like I, I do recall thinking kind of at the end, kind of going like that all kind of fell into place. They basically made the movie that they wanted to make sure. here. Like, oh yeah, definitely. But man, I, it, it, that's but my it, problem. with Something it. about the combination of the the indie, the way that it looks like an indie movie, and then mm-hmm. is a the, the plot wise, it is just a straight up regular ass thriller from Not 1999 doing anything different is very just kind of miserable <laughs> about yeah. the whole thing it's got it's got the none, none of the good side of either kind of movie yeah um and it, Adrian Brody's fine, but I don't know. It's, it's just like a real, a real nothing of a movie. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think we should. I don't want to praise Adrian Brody too, too much. Too much. It's just that <clears throat> in a movie, in, it's in like this movie where the sea of nothing happening or miserableness. He's kind of like, hey, I'm here, and you're like, oh yeah, this guy. Okay, yeah, this yeah he's it's not doing. It's thing. not like a breath of fresh air. It's not like Boxing Helena where Bill Paxton shows up and you go, oh, thank Ooh. God, <laughs> yeah. thank God, this gentleman, this fine not, gentleman, it's not is like in this Boxing movie. Boxing Helena when Art Bar- Art Garfunkel appears. <laughs> Hi, why am I in this? We don't know. Well, but I, okay, thank God that you. Are Art. Okay, well, goodbye. I, I really am Art Garfunkel. Not some guy who looks like Art Garfunkel. The real, no, the deal. real guy. They actually <laughs> paid me really, and everything. It's really me. Yeah, his character. They, in, his character they came over movie. my bridge <laughs> and woke me up. His character in that movie is named The Sound of Silence. And how many? I'll give it one. Just like you don't actually see anything, but they are constantly talking about dark fantasies and mm-hmm, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And her kink is pretty fucking kinky. I'll yeah. give it that. It's like Jesus Christ, lady. Uh, no shaming, I guess. But uh, maybe don't do that. That seems destructive. And uh, I'm gonna give it uh, ten out of ten. Ripped off thumbnails because mm. he's got a little wire, a little yeah, escape yeah, yeah. wire That's hidden true. under his thumbnail. And he instead of like I've seen it in movies before where they put poke the wire under the thumbnail and and then but. And right. then they just sort of reach under the nail and pull it out, and he just rips the whole fucking yeah. nail off. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> like, okay. That might have been an easier effect for them to yeah. create. I don't, like, ca- I don't care for that. I Turn that off. That. It's pretty gross. No. Uh, I'm giving it, I'll give it one and a half also. I was going two, but then the more we talked about it, the more I was like, yeah, I'm bored. I'm bored by I'm bored by bored, having to, to revisit. talking I'm, about I'm it. Bored yeah, I'm bored by having bored. to revisit this. It's too uh, hot for this shit. 
It's too hot. It's too hot to sleep. Uh, I'm gonna give it half a Douglas because all that stuff is just implied and discussed, sure, and sure. it's not. And even when they're discussing it, it doesn't even like register what as. What about for the boner he pops for her panties? He yeah, does that's pop what a it, boner that's for a, her panties. I'm giving it half a Douglas for him saying the word boner. But even then, he says <laughs> boner. He doesn't go like I got a hard. It's not like really <laughs> right. fucked up the way he says it. Even like what did a fucking twelve year old write you this? What about his, nip, what about his little nipple twist act? It's at the end? funny, but if he had his shirt, if he ripped his shirt open, and was going oh yeah, twisting his nipples, then. I would, dirt on my I'd bump, it, I'd bump it up with Douglas, but you know, it's all just very like half-assed. This whole movie's so half-assed. And uh, I mean, a ten out of ten uh, braces wires used as a escape mm. as an escape tool mm. as a lockpick. Mm. Guy's mm. like the modern Houdini, I tell you. He is, and, he, and, he, and if you, I mean, the credits he is Harry Houdini. That's what he says his name uh, is, and he's referred to that as indeed that. is his just name, like, just like John Doe from Seven. It's great. Yeah, John Doe. Next, next, we're, but well, we were next, almost released from our captivity of last recording this and podcast. Thankfully, maybe least. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Who knows? Two thousand. I definitely don't think this is the least, but it. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it's a fucking rotten crop. Who, who so the who fuck knows? Who gives who a fuck shit? Knows? Yeah, this is a bad. Two thousand seven's captivity. Eight hundred fifty thousand people are reported missing every year. If you think it can't happen to you, you are dead wrong. Why do bad things happen to good people, you ask? Where am I? That's the mystery. Someone has been watching. Please, please help me. Captured. How long? I don't know. Right now I'm thinking, God, I'm not alone. Have you seen him? Someone has been waiting. Which was directed by fucking Roland Jaffe. Yeah. Who did, what? like, the mission and the killing fields. Yeah. Really? What and the almo- fuck happened to this guy? famously almost directed the Super Mario Brothers movie. Right. Wow. Uh, uh, but did not. And instead did this, I guess, eventually. And it's fucking garbage. It's the worst kind of, like, torture porn saw knockoff. Yeah. Which is basically what everybody said when it came out at the time. Yeah, did that? I don't even. I, I don't even. I barely remember this coming out. <laughs> well, there was like a thing where, like, apparently they actually, the production company went back and added a bunch more like gore and shit. Oh, that's the stuff. That's it, the only stuff I liked to in the make movie, it so. more torture porny. Okay. And then, uh, then when it came out, there was controversy because the all that all the ads for it were like kind of gross. It's like a woman who's trapped in a thing getting tortured, and people were like mad. They were like, "Can you like reel it in a little bit?" Mm-hmm. And and the the producer, this guy named Courtney Salomon, he came out and he was like, "Oh, you know, we didn't mean for the ads to be quite that bad. Uh, they just sort of slipped through the cracks. We don't know whose fault it was. Sorry." And then it turned out that that was just like a bald-faced lie that he was just like backtracking because people got upset. Wow. And, <laughs> and the movie comes out and they're like, yeah, well, and he's the feeding movie... her guts through. All, through <laughs> yeah, and the movie comes out and it's totally torture porn garbage and everybody's like, this sucks. And that was it. It totally bombed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, having just, I just watched all the Saw movies mm-hmm. recently to to rank them for our other show. And, uh, and, and there's only, there's one in there. I liked part three. There's one or two that are like, Okay, none of them are very good, but it has this whole like ridiculous mythology I was explaining to you earlier. Yes, and it's uh, and that's the only fun part about them. And so this is like, then this well, this one movie is clearly like trying to tread in that same territory, but it's not. But it's just it's not. It's almost the it's girl. almost there. This it's girl like gets kind kidnapped, and uh, some fucked up shit happens, and then the end. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much it. That's yeah. kind of it. I mean, she's she's like a 
actress or she's a model. model. Kim yeah. Kim Bauer, uh, Alicia Cuthbert, Kim yeah. Bauer. She's Kim Bauer. That brief, brief period where Alicia Cuthbert was in a in bunch some of movies. movies. Yeah. yeah, they were like, "Will uh, Alicia Cuthbert have a career?" And then it was like, "No." Well, I, the, okay, so <laughs> this is me. This is the misogynistic uh, reality of the situation. Is uh, Alicia Cuthbert was Jack Bauer's daughter on Twenty Four. And then she did a couple of movies where the deal was, will she get naked? And she did not. Yes. And then that was the end. She married a hockey player. Oh, good. Good for her. <laughs> you know, like, she's still been in stuff, but Stuck like- Stuck the dismount. You know, it was one of those things where like, she was kind of in a bunch of shit for a while, and I right. think I think that that was the deal, was like, yeah. uh, there was, you know, another, another decent young actress's career scuttled by the fact that she didn't do a bunch of shitty- you know, well, she did play a porn star in that one. Movie. Right, exactly, and that was the deal with that movie. It was like, you know, like, oh, maybe she'll take yeah. the top off. Doesn't I think that you know. that movie had like in the ads like shots of her like taking her shirt off, right? Like, from know. her from her back's perspective, yeah, it's, just, it's like, it, come see this movie. You're gonna get to see Jack Bauer's daughter. Yeah, fucking it's just, Nick. it's just she's a porn star. It's right gross, yeah. and I hated it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> too bad. Because she was, she was never, she wasn't that, she's not like great or anything, but she was never that bad. She was good on 24. They had to do some pretty ridiculous shit in that show. Yeah, that's not her fault that she got chased by a cougar chased for by like a cougar three seasons. And, and then Matt Dillon. No, it's Kevin <laughs> Dillon. Kevin Dillon. That's what people always forget. They always talk about the cougar part, but I believe... The is Cougar's right? only like one episode. But that's, is that right after the Kevin Dillon thing? Or right I, before? No, I believe the that, no, I believe that Kevin, Kevin Dillon, Dillon saves her from, from the, the cougar. From the cougar, okay. Because like people always talk about the cougar part, which is which is silly, but then but then the Kevin Dillon part is actually sillier because he like kidnaps her. He like is like, oh, I saved you from that cougar, and now you're kidnapped by doesn't me. And she, you're like, wait, what? Aren't we? Isn't Jack Bauer after also, a nuclear bomb? Why are we yeah. watching this show? Doesn't she also have amnesia, or is uh, it his wife that gets? His amnesia? wife has amnesia, uh, in, the wife has amnesia in the first season. In the first season, okay. <laughs> and then she gets. <laughs> it's a stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid show. Ah, uh, but yeah. Well, remember when that that glorious time when we would watch it every week together? It was season oh. five? Yeah. Jack? season. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I just watched uh, season four all the way through. Is that uh, the one? That's the one before the month. good season. That's right, and it's terrible. Yeah, that's the one with like the uh, the 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 family is is a is a sleeper cell. Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah, no. Arnold Vosloo is the villain. Arnold Vosloo. Anyway, captivity as Habib Marwan. Habib Marwan. Who are you Who working for, Marwan? Marwan working Habib for? Marwan. Uh, That's right. I've still never watched season three. I was so I so felt so burned by season two, and then I came back season, season four. Season three, good. Yeah. I started. Well, I watched the first the two episodes of season three, and I was like, and I would already like watch season two and go like, all right, I'll give this, I'll give this a couple episodes. I and I was like, immediately like, oh fuck this. I ended up liking <laughs> season three because it got pretty merciless. They were killing an awful lot yeah. of people. Everybody got trapped in the building with the deadly virus. You guys have told me that, but this twenty four guy. Then they episodes. cut off James Badge Dale's hand at the end. That was pretty cool. Even yeah. the good seasons of twenty four have episodes where you're like, oh yeah, they do. Wow, oh god. Even except for except for that last one that the last they, they did, cut, where they cut it down. Where they to cut like, it to twelve episodes. That was perfect because you're like, oh, what do we cut out all the shitty episodes? Yeah. We'll have a great show. It anyway. still takes place over 24 hours. But Alicia Cuthbert got to have the, the the sad distinction of having the most thankless recurring character yes, on that show. that's true. Because yeah. she was Jack Bauer's like great, uh, in, ungrateful daughter. He saved her like a million times. But then she comes around and, and they like have a relationship again for a while. And, and she then, becomes then at the an end agent of the, at yeah. some point. Yeah, but then at the end of that season, she's like, I can't hang out with you anymore, Dad. It's just too much or whatever. Yeah. It's like, but I really want you to. I'm your dad. I just saved your life for the 19th time. No. I'm going to go <laughs> date Hilarious. Griffin Dune or whoever the fuck. Yeah. She's not... Oh, no, it's it's not. It's a C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell. Yeah. She's uh, She's not... Yeah, yeah. She's not wrong, though, because uh, Jack Bauer's uh, poison. 
He, everything around him dies. Yeah. Have you cool. ever watched in a the, world of that show? Like, why would you the, don't don't be John around Boy's, that guy? Uh, I don't care how much that guy saves you. you. Watched the John Boy's video about like yeah, how many guys he kills. how many guys he kills and the, and like how that ties into just like America's horrible history of hegemony and just oh wow, it's fucking amazing. You got to watch it. It's uh, forty five minutes. It's pretty dis- it's a disgusting show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watching it again years later, not that we did not as not disgusting <laughs> and boring as this movie uh, that we are not talking. This about. This movie has has one scene in particular that like <laughs> is supposed to be like an incredible gross. And by the way, is it when he feeds her goop? Like yes. su- human that's, goo. That's the, that's my favorite part because that was it my was, favorite part because it was like just like because it was like what because the movie hadn't been like that up to that point it had just been sort of like this captured girl and then all of a sudden he like pulls eyeballs and and body parts out of a fr- out of a fridge <laughs> and purees them and then dumps them down her throat and I was like with a funnel with yeah. a funnel and I was like okay okay I can get behind this I was literally <laughs> sitting in my house yesterday watching this and I was I'm like reacting to the screen I'm talking to myself I'm like no don't make me drink the human goo. <laughs> Not in my mouth. <laughs> it was so funny. I was just like, okay, at least. And this really is like yeah. a scene, like like that was like a horror scene directed by an eleven year old or, or something oh, like that. Yeah. Like, what if it's like a campfire story that kids would tell to try right, to it's gross like, each other? Out. What is this? What and if, it's like you give them some spaghetti, and it's like and that's then his brains. The bad guy he puts yeah. like an eyeball in a blender and an ear. Ew. In- and then other stuff in the blender, and he blends it up, and then he forces it down her mouth. Yuck! Gross. Yeah. In defense of the saw movies like when they do the when they do the gross like mean like fucked up traps and stuff that he's right. got people in it's like there's like a you know there's a right, rhyme like, and there's like you're, like, a, like, you're an evil lawyer and you tell lies all the time so we're no, gonna the, rip out your right. tongue well there's this whole this whole one this whole movie that's about like the the medical industrial complex and the bad the guy he's got in there is this guy who this evil insurance like ceo or whatever right. and he, but all the traps are like there's, there's a rhyme there's sort of a rhyme and a reason to them you know it's not there's not just like this gross stuff. Although it is very gross, and that's when it's the best. But this movie is like, well, let's do like that Saw movies. You know, he pours guts down her throat. And you're like, why? There's no like, because there's yeah, like, is like that she's cake? a model. So now it's that's like, done. Well, she's a supermodel, so we pour guts and like eyeball is that, puree yeah. down is her Is that throat? like the killer's what? kink? Is he's just like, oh, I love feeding. I, don't I know. love feeding my victims to my other victims. Well, we, we, but we, that's all. That's, that's, all the, the gore stuff the killers, is, yeah. is reshoots uh, because I think yeah. supposedly they released it and they were like, you guys know you made a Saw ripoff, right? Right? But there's none of the saw stuff in it, so you gotta fucking put go back and put there. the saw stuff in it. Yeah, and uh, and it and it just sort and of. And people are like, "This is it, a saw ripoff." You're like, oh, the, I can't win." It's a total gross, like standalone by itself, like a gross, like horror, like disgusting yeah. horror thing. But it has nothing to do with anything. No, it doesn't play into anything. There's, it's not like I'm feeding you the the guts of the people that you made suffer. It's just right. like, no, yeah. this is no, a gross thing exactly. to do. Exactly. It turns out the whole plot is, uh, behind this is is apparently, from what I can gather, a scheme that these two dudes, these two brothers do that help one of the brothers get laid by yeah. pretending that he's the the hero. And then they and then they get off on like killing these girls. And I yeah, think the they, brothers and they might made, be... And they made a, they made a very gotten, elaborate movie of one of them murdering their mother. Yeah, oh, on right. film. Yeah, that 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 part was hilarious. Was supposed to be a flashback <laughs> or whatever, or a film. No, it's a film. It's a film. It's a film. She finds, but then it's like got like reverse. It's got angles. like reverse angles and stuff, and oh, you're like, yeah. wow. It's got at least six different setups. Yeah, they spliced it's amazing. And cut that thing together. It's amazing. That's that's always amazing to me is when you see like veteran filmmakers making like those film within a film, and it's just like. <laughs> it is nothing. Don't, don't and you know, know how movies like, work? What you you've made like you've made like ten of these. You yeah. know that that's not how and a I home believe, movie would work. And I, I might be yeah, remembering I mean, you just it wrong. Rowan Jeffy just probably doesn't give a shit. But I remember that it has like film noise over it. It might. So they shot it on film. <laughs> 
and recorded the sound yeah. of the and po- of the camera. Well, possibly that image was being projected. Pro- no, that's I, what I mean. Like it was being oh, projected. Oh, was she watching? Was she watching the film of it? That's what I think I so. Know, yeah, boy. I don't think the, the movie didn't. Once again, it the was movie on a didn't monitor, put that kind but of stuff. Oh, that's right, because it. it's like in her cage or yeah, her yeah. room, and he's showing her the film yeah. or something. Does right? this help? This will help the audience understand. Well, so I don't she, know what it will do for you. Well, she's okay. So she gets kidnapped. She gets kidnapped. She's like a supermodel. And she's got a dog. That's that's her character. Yeah. That's yeah. what she, we know about she's her. She's maybe a little bit she, shallow, but we don't. She, but, Elijah Cuthbert's she's no not, more. She's no I, more no, or less I, shallow than anybody you've known for exactly. two minutes. You learn <laughs> materially nothing about this girl. She's, right. She's attractive. She has a dog. She's a model. She's a model. That's it. She gets kidnapped. Yeah. Elijah, Wakes up in Elijah her room. Elijah Cuthbert is you know, not given much to work with, but is not very good in it. Is not able to make it seem like she is. She is being terrorized. That's why a lot of like the kind of like gore set pieces don't carry any weight because she doesn't seem yeah, yeah. terrorized at any <laughs> moment of the movie. Well, it's probably maybe, because it's maybe probably she's ah. not actually watching it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like added later. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but she also isn't can't articulate like what kind of character she's supposed to be before right. she's brought in. So like what, like it doesn't work on either in either and way. And eventually, it turns pretty quickly. It turns out that there's another dude in there with her. Right. Yeah. Who's also uh, supposedly been kidnapped, but as soon as he shows up, you're like, "Well, that's him." That's yeah, the guy. yeah, you're like, "That's the bad guy." It's one of them. It has to be. <laughs> there is a hooded figure that comes. He's dressed like a Jawa who comes in, comes waddling in, and does torture. And like door, like doors will, uh, like drawers will open in the walls, and it's like, "Here's do do drink this, eat drink your things." Do we want to spoil who the big guy is? It's yeah, Taylor Vince. Say, oh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. We didn't want to. <laughs> no, spoil I it wanted right to away. spoil it because I'm watching it, going like, "Dude, I hope that's Pruitt Taylor Vince," and it sure the <laughs> fuck was. PTV just like shows up for like four minutes. Yeah. But he's but he's like so he's like the guy who you think is the bad guy right. the whole time. Well, they're like, both bad guys, right? But well, but you're like you're the guy who think you're you think he's the right. the killer kidnapper right, right, right. or whatever. I mean, you know it's the other guy because why would that guy be there? And also, right. also why would he kidnap a? So <laughs> there's there's handsome brother and ugly brother and and handsome brother the one who we're supposed to think is another victim is named Gary. His name's Gary, <laughs> and I think uh, that's his real name. Serial too. killer he's, Gary. <laughs> Gary. 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 <laughs> Gary, give me Gary. <laughs> Gary, Gary, Gary. This uh, this movie takes some bad turns, not just like in its shitty torture porn thing, but then like you know, fifty minutes into the movie, they bone. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, because he's like, because they're they're you know, kind of they've got Stockholm syndrome or whatever supposedly, right. and they're he like, saved her life. And he a saved times. her life, and then they're kind of like you know, bonding, and so she's she's like, yeah, she lets her guard down, and they're like, yeah, let's let's fuck, and they do. Hey, you know, all this like being uh, trapped and forced fed human goo uh, is really turning me on. Eight hours, I am ready to fuck. I am, but you wouldn't believe the boner I popped for that human goo. <laughs> wouldn't believe that boner i mean hey i don't you know i don't know you might you, you might i've never been in that situation just like, you might be you, know, you might get a little you might get a little horny you know you're just we've talked we've talked about this place. before you might get a little horny we've talked I about this know. before in this show the like one of the things that is kind of the worst thing about the a lot of the movies that we do especially like the serial killer genre is that it's just like one after another image of some woman getting tortured by yeah. some misogynistic creep yeah. right and like this movie is just like bottom bitch like like nothing else to it that's all it is and she even gets fucked by the bad guy and it's just yeah. disgusting yeah it's just totally fucking worthless garbage <laughs> and i'm not saying roland jaffe is like this amazing auteur because he's made other bad movies the killing fields is amazing killing though. fields killing is great, fields is a great the, mission movie. Is, the mission is, is quite a film the mission is yeah. The, yeah the mission is i don't think it's quite as good as like the killing fields but it is a fucking gorgeous movie right. watch that great great Ennio Morricone score I'm, I'm, I'm saying Academy Ro- Roland Jaffe not famously a slouch right yeah exactly but I mean what the fuck happened here I, I gotta I say know. Killing Fields and Captivity has gotta be like one of the like biggest 
The biggest right? like discrepancies between a person's best and worst work. The biggest like, is that's fucking incredible. Schindler's List and Hook. <laughs> that might, <laughs> that might be well right. Be true. That might be right. Might very well oh, be true. Oh shit! Well, but I am these days willing to throw. Uh, you know, might be a controversial opinion, but willing to throw Ready Player One onto that. Yeah, yeah. The, it might be worse than Hook. Uh, it's not. I'm well, sorry. Maybe we'll do it on. Uh, no, no, why? One hundred percent, no. I'm <laughs> telling you, in all certainty, it's not worse than Hook. I don't know. No, don't I'm know. telling you, I I don't give a shit whether it's worse or better. I don't want to fucking watch it again. All right. I'm yelling at you guys right now. I don't want to watch Ready Player One ever again. Pa- Patreon, no, Patreons. If we get to two hundred, damn it, we will do Ready, yeah, we'll do Ready Player, Player One. One. If somebody makes we'll a monthly it. pledge of a thousand dollars, we'll not Ready only Player do Ready Player One, One we'll we'll read both books. Oh god, uh, well, <laughs> all right, ten thousand. Yeah. What? Monthly pleasure. Uh, if, if, if I'm going to fucking pledge. torture myself, I'm going to fucking torture myself. Right. Yeah. Those books are easy to read. They're written by a dumb person. Oh, good. <laughs> I read ten year old. I read a. I think we've. I read the first five before, pages. But of it. It there's hard. a snippet from one, like the, the most recent one, and it's, you'd swear it's a joke. I thought it was a joke, but it's real. <laughs> I, I would have thought it was a joke, more of a joke, if I hadn't read the first few pages of the original book and gone like, "Is this is this for real?" Anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of a movie that's uh, that I don't think is as bad as Ready Player One, which <laughs> is saying a lot, <laughs> actually. Damn. <laughs> God damn it. Because this movie is worthless, like Matt said. Uh, but I did enjoy the part where he fed her guts. That was funny. <laughs> Jesus I mean, I just, I'm like, if we're watching this kind of movie, like, you know, I, like, the, what what the fuck else are we doing here if there's not going to be, like, this movie's got nothing going for it. Or there's not going to be, this must have been what the producers were thinking, and I think they were probably right, which is like, they probably watched the movie without that shit in it and went like, well, what Ooh. the fuck are we looking at people here? People are going to like, cut this down to 80 minutes and put some gore like, scenes no, in it. There's yeah. nothing, to, there's, if, that, if that stuff isn't in there, there's nothing in this movie. People so like, let's throw some so fucking mad. gross shit in there so that at least people will be entertained in that like sh- that gross way for Allegedly, like yeah. fucking five minutes or whatever, yeah. two minutes. Did you like how... Uh, but I mean, I don't, you know... After they bone, it's like, okay, now what? And then it's just like, ding dong. Oh, the cops are here. Yeah, the cops are like, <laughs> hey, we're here. And, and he, he just, just immediately shoots them. He just blows them away. And the cops are, uh, who played the cops? I thought uh, it was. Well, the, the, I recognize one of them. There's a, the third cop that shows up and gets killed is Hooplehead Steve from Deadwood. That's right. One of okay. them's from Deadwood. Okay. I can't remember the other. But uh, but I yeah, really liked I it. Oh, and Gar- I, I think Gary's up. last name is Mr. Is Dexter. Too. Oh Jesus! So. When when he shoots <laughs> when he shoots the uh when he shoots the first two cops. Gary Dexter. There's the there's Mr. a white Dexter. cop and a black cop, and when he shoots them both, the the black cop dies really funny. He's like, oh, <laughs> and he just like like goes prone on the floor, and it's like I'm dead. I mean, it just like it looks really really funny. Just one other thing, since it is a Saw ripoff, and and they and they obviously went back to make it. So there's one other like important set piece that is like even more Saw-ish than the uh, the guts drinking one, where she wakes up. She's constantly being drugged and brought back up, brought back up, and the dude right. who's there is saying that saying that that's what hap- what's happening to him as well. Uh, but she wakes up at one point and she's got her hand like resting on a shotgun, and the her dog is in a cage. Another another dog, and her dog is in a cage up above. The shotgun's pointing into the cage. And then uh, another shotgun is like pointed at her head, and there's, there's a sign. The guy, the dude, like communicates in like signs. Yeah, and yeah. And it says, 30 seconds. You were the dog." And uh, <laughs> and then the, then she starts a stopwatch, and the idea is that you have to kill your dog, or I'm gonna kill you, and you've got 30 seconds to make up to make the choice. And it's really like just like because uh, Alicia Cuthbert is is not very good in this movie. The the way that she articulates these that she says these two lines in particular, <laughs> it's it's down to like three seconds. 
And maybe this is the 24 reference. I don't know. But she goes, damn it. <laughs> and then before she blows the dog away, she goes, sorry. But it's, I, I'm not even saying it right. It's, wor- it's worse. Yeah. It's like, sorry. It's Terrible. just like not. It's like she doesn't even know what scene she's in or anything. And then she does blow the dog away and you see the dog guts. But like the way that it's executed, it's not as fucked up as it sounds. The, the way that the movie yeah, is very cartoonish. I think the movie needed to be more f- more fucked up honestly because like that's these movies when they do this when they like it's like half measures yeah you know and it's like either fucking own uh, own what you're doing is this fucking nasty trash like the saw movies do or like fucking don't do that and make a movie that's gonna be boring to everybody yeah. but I like don't fucking do in the middle because then you're then you're pleasing literally nobody with anything i have nobody's excited based on the way that they keep showing like the ad campaign that we see her shooting at the beginning of the movie uh-huh. and the way that it's placed throughout the film especially like at the very end it's the last thing we see uh i think that there was a version of this movie that was meant to be a bit more of a satire about like her like the captivity of the title is her captive as like an object, like a, like uh, yeah, a pop mean, art object, like you know, as a model, as someone whose job it is to be gazed upon by can, yeah. by men. You know, I think that there's probably something that this was trying to be about, there and then it? they were just like, "Wait a minute, no!" You can suss that out. There of is it. a little bit yeah. of line that sort of suggests that, where she's talking to Gary when she still thinks he, he's a good guy, uh, where he goes like, "Whoever, whoever's doing this to us, he or she," and she goes, "Oh, it's definitely a he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women don't do this kind of shit. I deal with a lot of creeps. It comes with a job. Yeah, yeah. So she's constantly dealing with exactly like, fucking weirdos like this." Not to this extent, not to the point where they bury they her in sand and, and stuff. Feed her human parts. Feed her <laughs> human puree. Feed her a human slurry. Of all the grossest parts of the human yeah, being. It's, yeah, it's like that shot in The Simpsons <laughs> where they think of a hot dog and it's like a raccoon tail. <laughs> like a beak. <laughs> A piece of a shoe. <laughs> that's one of my favorite. That's my favorite shot ever. Hey, you know what? Every time I see that, I'm like, I could go for a hot dog. Yeah, I, uh, I know. Good. <laughs> a little raccoon foot. I can't remember who I showed. I think it was my. my I was hanging out with my parents. We were all having hot dogs at somewhere I had with them last time, and I was like, I you got, yes. I was just. I was just laughing. I'm like, oh, this is, I had to show everybody the. I'm like, yeah, this is a picture. This is what hot dogs are made out of. It's funny. It makes me every time I see a hot dog, I think of that. Yeah. Of oh, I know what this is. A sh- it's an old shoe, yes. a raccoon, and some parts of this and salt. <laughs> Don't forget the salt. Don't mm. sell the hot dogs short. Uh, yeah, but it, you might say the secret ingredient is salt. But, yeah. but at a certain point, basically after the sex, apparently the sex is the sort of like that's what our what our goal was. Well, because that's been you. Then you well, see, that's you see like stuff do from this before to get, to get him laid, and yeah. then Pro Taylor Vince gets to kill them. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and that's so like after this, we don't both know. Happy. Unless you're, I mean, if you don't know how movies work, then you might not know that Gary is one of the bad guys, but you do. And uh, and he gets up, like, after, and she's he's drugged her after having sex with her, and he gets up and then, like, t- pulls out a card and opens up a secret passageway. Yeah, yeah. goes in. Pruitt Taylor Vince is in the bathtub. Uh, and and they have like, computer monitors good, all over the house. Pretty good creepy stuff that we're doing, huh? <laughs> doing a good job. God bless Pruitt Taylor <laughs> We did the thing that we I did. And there's a little bit of a suggestion that they have an incestuous sexual relationship. They yes. are brothers, and they're very, like, you know, physical with each other. They're not making out, but he kind of, like, rests his head. I don't know. It's You don't know for sure, but maybe. And uh, it's trying to, this movie's always trying to be fucked up, so, you know. Yeah. I love sure. Pruitt Taylor Vince, but I also just love, one of the things I love about him is that he's, like, yeah, I'll I'll do that part. Yeah. I will do. He will. He's not. He's not an actor who it seems like 
is uh, going to at all be opposed to doing the Pruitt Taylor Vince part. Right. Like he'll do it. He'll even if it's a very small part. He'll do you like, want me to do the eye thing, or do you want me to not show up and do that? How many he can also be very good when he's not like playing a creepy guy too. Sure. I'm just there for a day. That's all right. How much? Sounds good to me. Well, I mean, one of my favorites we've done is Identity. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's and it's it's like when he shows That's up, the guy like, you gotta get. Of course, it's Pruitt Taylor Vince yeah. is the is the you know yeah it's gotta be the he's the, he's the guy his... that all these people live in his head. Of course, it yeah. is. He gets That's to do actually a lot more based on truth. That's true. That's really what Pruitt Taylor <laughs> Vince is like. Based on a true story <laughs> oh. of Pruitt Taylor Vince, he gets to do a lot more of his tra- uh, trademark eye waggling and. In identity, yeah, yeah. you don't get any of his classic eye waggles in this one. No, but he's ha- he does seem to be having a good time. But he's only in, it's <laughs> it's a it's actually kind of funny how short how briefly he's in it because you're like yeah. oh Brewer Taylor Vince is in this it's stab yeah the brother like stabs the him brother's because, like because I guess the brother's like I'm done with the this thing or something I think he maybe likes her he likes her yeah because then he's, he's, like, he's like, like this is the one all right because he lets her out then he's like I found a way out let's go and he's cleaning up his. Yeah, he's cleaning up his like video collection of all the other murders, and she's like watching it on these video displays, going like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, <laughs> and then like one of the de- dying cops is like, "Oh!" and she like beats him to death because she's like, "Oh no!" She's like, "These guys just came in here and tried to kill us," and she doesn't know yeah, they're yeah. cops, I guess. So she beats the cops to actually. That's Hooplehead Steve that she kills. I think. Yeah, Hooplehead Steve gets beaten to death, and then sh- and then uh, and then Prue Taylor Vince is also still alive, and he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> he runs at her. <laughs> It's like a fucking. She, she escapes her. Dead. She escapes captivity, but now she's in like a, a fucking haunted house yeah. at the fair or something where things are just gonna <laughs> jump out at her. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, how's this movie end? I forgot. She, <laughs> I know the ending, but how does she can get away? Uh, it's just it's this the standard way. Like she like, I, I fights thought it was, him off and like the way that this movie, the first half of this movie, we started watching it, and I was like, this is just a straight up horror movie. But by the second half, it actually does become a. Sus- it's more of a traditional suspense movie, right. and it's got all that shit that happens it's not scary or gross it's just sort of like people chasing each other and double crosses and twists and all this sort of stuff and so he's just like chasing her around and at a certain point she has a shotgun and then she pulls the trigger and and it clicks and he goes you gotta cock the trigger and it's like oh no it's it's curtains for me and then she you know gets the upper hand again at some point you know she's like thanks for the lesson and blows him away yeah and her her line is she she does cock the yeah she says thanks for the lesson and there's a pause and you go like ooh, there's gonna be a cool line here and she goes Gary, <laughs> and I pulls him away. That's what she says. And then she just leaves. You wi- you wish that 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 line that almost does imply that it's like a comedy or supposed to be sort of funny because like the way you Gary. the way you the way you read that line is like thanks for the lesson, Gary. Like yeah. you read you gotta read it like Gary. Can't believe this guy's name like is in a real Gary. like snide way. Todd. Like, fucking Gary. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, you piece of shit. Seth. Thanks for the lesson. <laughs> uh, but. But Thanks for listening, and, and, Seth. you know, usually we we always like to say monsters dead roll credits, and I think this is one of the exceptions. Where oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. It the, it goes on, and it, they're I like, not doing yeah. the roll credits, and then it, and what where it, what it does after this, you're kind of like, all right. Yeah. Well, this is I mean that's silly because that actually I mean that if they didn't do the extra thing at the end, it would be like, well, what was the point of that? And this kind of is like, oh, okay, I see you. It's it's not. It's not necessarily great or interesting, but it is something where they're like, oh, okay, I see what happened. Because yeah. then it cuts to her, and she's being interviewed on the TV, and it's like, it's like, how was that ordeal? And what happened? she's like, oh, it was off. And, and it's like showing, you know, all this footage of other murders that have been happening. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone uh, is going around killing serial killers. Yep. 
It's not Dexter. And scrapbooking. Oh, and it's an important detail because we find out like that the this the person who does the, the the two brothers, I guess, they maybe they do it together. They put together these little scrapbooks. Right. right. And this is how Alicia Cuthbert finds out that like you know finds out the killers. whole deal yeah. because he's got the whole thing laid yeah. out in this like mo- mo- uh, uh, it's Bob's fraud log. <laughs> Bob's fraud log, exactly. But it's like a scrapbook that's uh, what literally says how I did the murders on it. What yeah. is it when you cobble together pictures? A collage. A collage. Thank oh. you. <laughs> Uh, and and it's like literally coat rack. it's step by step. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a clip because it's really funny because it's just sort of like yeah. in case you weren't paying attention to the movie, here it is again for you. And she's like, oh shit! And it's got her picture and it's got his picture and it's yeah. like, oh, you can really put it together real fast. Yeah. Very handy. <laughs> but then you see like after uh, that's all been it's all been dead. Every, everyone's dead. You see another scrapbook is being made. Who's making the scrapbook? Yeah. Who's killing the serial killers? It's Who do you her. think? You Who see, do you think, you audience? See her, like smashing a creepo's face in with a sledgehammer, and she takes off her mask, and it's Alicia Cuthbert because oh, no. she's uh, she's Dexter now. Yep, she's going around she's Dexter. Got a dark passenger, and, and she's, she's got she's got a dark passenger. She's doing it, but she's killing, but she's killing bad guys. Yeah. She's killing the guys who killed the others. She's so. collaging. And then the interviewer, like, while this is happening, asks her a question, like, what do you think of the vigilante? Hey, model, what do you think of the vigilante? <laughs> and she goes, I think they got what they deserved. And you're like, mm. okay, all right. That's a whole other thing that we started <laughs> up yeah, here. Yeah, Captivity 2, anyone? anyone? <laughs> Captivity 2. <laughs> Captivity 2. Uh, Where she captures serial killers and we're like, we, we're supposed to be on their side or something? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 that's that's pretty wild. That's probably my favorite part of the whole movie is that stupid ass yeah. twist at the end. You're like, what are you? What are you fucking eighty talking minutes? About? It's so short, and it really seems like it's stretching a lot of the time. Because all they had was just like, I don't know, lady. It's like saw, you've seen it. Ladies Dude, in there, just fucking yeah, gets tortured. Ladies in there gets tortured. I don't know. Get her, get her naked, but out of focus off camera. What do you want from me? Oh, I directed the killing fields. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got smaller <laughs> fish to fry. Uh, uh, I don't. Uh, they paid me to do this, and so it's allegedly done. goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume he got paid to do it. Yeah, I have a <laughs> I have a lot of alimony to pay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'd like to find out what Texas kind of, boy. what kind of shit Roland Jaffe got himself into. I wish this had been directed by Al Jaffe <laughs> from Mad uh, Magazine. Well, I do for sure. Yeah. If I, you know, you know, it could be Gary, one of those. You clawed. It, this <laughs> it it could be one of those things too, where like because you hear stories about that, where like. Uh, you know, there's a script, and the director's like, oh, yeah, this script is great. I want to show up. And then, like, you know, they're signed on, and then, like, the script gets, you know, yep. gets rewritten by producers. They rewrite this script, rewrite it. And so by the time they're shooting, they're like, well, this wasn't the script that but I I'll signed get, on I'll to. I'll get sued into oblivion, you know, like Kim Basinger and Boxing Helena right, if exact, I leave now. Exactly. Yeah. So then it's kind of like, well, now I have to make this piece of shit that was, like, maybe not the greatest movie before, but was, like, there was yeah. a point. Like you were saying, like, it could, it's about, you know, it was a movie about the captivity being her fame or whatever. Maybe right, there was right, more, right. there's probably more to it, I feel like, and then they kept making less to it and then went back and went, like, actually, uh, we need a scene where she eats guts because that's what the <laughs> kids want, we think. <laughs> We had, we and had, it is. We and had it is. two hours to figure out t- torture scenes, and she eats guts. We go, good, go. We gotta go. Good enough. We gotta go back to Russia. I liked the stuff where they like, they uh, they do stuff solely for the benefit of the audience. Where like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna torture Kim Bauer now, and then they do, but it's oh, it's fake. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. She pulls a mask. She pulls the. She wakes up and she has banded like bloody bandages all over her face. She's like, oh and no. She's like, ah, this is bad. They must she have put acid the on my off. face or something. She looks fine, and there's a scar on it. And she's she like, just well, peels that off. A scar. <laughs> then there's a face. Okay. All yeah. right. There's just no rhyme or reason to anything. 
It's very. It's a very stupid movie. Yeah. This is a very bad batch of movies. Yeah. Uh, the bad yeah. batch. Yeah. I got a few lines here. Okay. Uh, these are just a couple of the things that she yells at uh, the bad guy. Gary. Gary. Well, no, this is before. It just the, the, before she knows that Gary's, but just like the the whoever's doing this to her right. in general. What was the other? What's Pru Taylor Vince's name in this movie? Brian. Gary. Brian. <laughs> they're both named Gary. No, it's Brian. Brian. Gary. Is it Brian. Yeah. I Brian. Wish, <laughs> I wish they were both named Gary. Their mom was just like, I don't know, Gary. <laughs> You're both named Gary. Deal with Gary one and Gary two. Gary. Get yeah. Gary two out of the way. <laughs> Get me Gary two. Gary and Brian Dexter. Uh, but she's uh, you sick twisted freak. You sick piece of crap! Is yeah. one that she calls him. I like that one. Uh, you, this is what Pruitt Taylor Vince says when he's like t- uh, talking to his brother Gary about. You this, sick th- piece of crap! <laughs> sick piece of crap! Why are we doing this? <laughs> he goes, "You're insider. I'm insider." <laughs> yeah, it's their, their whole deal. Huh. I think he means when he's like stabbing them or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about. There's not. There's not. Not even a lot of like hilarious lines in it. There is a. There is a line. A headline written on one of the magazines because you see all these uh. magazines that she's in, and and she's like on the cover and it looks like a fashion magazine and then it says like her name and then like the 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 tagline is the girl with no heart. And you're like, hey, come on, interesting. Yeah. How did she? Maybe she's supposed to be like famously icy again. Yeah. Maybe there was like that some stuff like that they cut out of the original script that you know, like get to the get to the kidnapping, get to the goo, because like it could have been like because <laughs> there could have been like ten, twenty minutes uh, or fifteen minutes or whatever about her before she gets kidnapped right. that would have given us more of an idea of who we're watching be having been kidnapped instead of it being like not going like I guess it's Alicia Cuthbert's yeah. <laughs> and that's all we know about her. All right, ratings. One Judd mm-hmm. for the goo, <laughs> for the goo. Liked, I liked that. That was too. That was too amusing. Uh, nothing else. There's really nothing good about this movie. As I said, it's worthless. It's just total junk. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it like two and a half Douglases. Wow. Hmm. Uh, you know the sex, scene, the sex scene, and yeah. it's uh, it's an unpleasant one. It's like. Yeah. You know, it's just gross that they even included it. It might be fucking well, on the same bed that she was fed human goo on. Or when something. the scene like, is I happening, don't you don't you do, the audience is quote unquote doesn't know that he's the gay. Sure, yeah. but I mean, you do immediately afterwards. You do, and even if you don't, it's ridiculous. It's like, and then they fuck because it's like such a hot time. It's like they're real turned on. It's just dumb because yeah. it, so it's very gratuitous, and then it turns out to be also gross. Hey, don't kink shame. Maybe uh, maybe That's being true. kidnapped is what turns <laughs> what turns them on. Uh, and I'm going to give it, uh, I mean, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 glasses of human slurry <laughs> yeah. of, of, of person goo. Drink them up. It's like literally. You got to stay hydrated. It's, it's like a bunch blender of. Full. It's like a it's bunch full of, of electrolytes. It's a bunch it's a of, of like guts parts, but then there's like an eyeball. He pulls out like yeah. an eyeball out of a little Well, jar. that's for protein. I love that it. is a lot of anything to drink. He feeds her so much of that. Yeah. I don't care for that. Like, I, I appreciate it. Like, that that, they, that is at least something, and that it's gross. But that is like, I, I generally am not bothered by stuff in movies. No, it's that, definitely not. That's one of my things. Is like vomit and like like. Th- but she does. <laughs> it's she's making these mouth noises, yeah. and that that was. I was just sort of like. <laughs> It was really disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. It's great. I, I mean, that was the point, so I guess mission accomplished, but still. Yeah, yeah. What didn't was earn the, me any goodwill. In, in a movie the where that doesn't happen a lot. Which What's the thing at the beginning of the movie where we see the guy on the table, and he gets like, they pour they pour some stuff into him, and then blood comes out? Oh, yeah. 
Is that the same dude who's getting hit with a sledgehammer? I, no. I think is that supposed... Well, maybe maybe not, but maybe that's supposed to be like, who's doing this? And then it turns out that that's one of her victims. Oh, yeah. right. It I is a, so. yeah, a, yeah. A, a book ending. Uh, right, right, right. Okay. Where yeah. it turns out that Boy, the thing... At the that's end. like so funny because I sat through this... I watched this whole movie, but like... I probably didn't remember the beginning of the movie when I got to the end of the movie. Uh-huh. I was just like, I'm glad it's over. Yes. And speaking Larry of being Cohen glad it's over, we're writing so credit close. on this. Who? <laughs> Larry Cohen. Well, There's okay. no way that this represents what he wrote. Weird amount well, of talent I imagine, involved there you in go. this movie. I, maybe, I imagine that then Larry Cohen probably did write, because his stuff is generally yeah. runs satirical, so there probably was a whole thing. Like, I'm going to write this script, and it's got this thing. Oh, it's this... Famous girl. What's nah, she really captive of? Or nah, something? it's a Saw movie. Let's like, let's like take out a lot of that stuff. I wonder. It looks well, like Roland Chaffee according- already signed on to direct it. According oh, well, to Wikipedia, there's a Who? different there's a different version of it that got released in other countries. Oh. Huh. All right. More, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it one. Probably my least favorite of these, I guess. Uh, just, uh, but I did like um, that the twist. At the, I don't even know if it's a twist, but like where she's just the very bizarre add-on where she becomes a vigilante. At the yeah. End. I was like, oh, all right. Uh, that's probably the only thing I liked about it. Uh, I'll give it one and a half uh, Douglases. I mean, you don't really see anything, but it is very strange that she wants to fuck on this place that she's just being relentlessly tortured on for the last 48 hours or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't want to interrupt you too bad, but here we go. Alternate ending. The film's original ending depicted a man being captured and tortured with acid bef- before being murdered with a hammer. Oh, there's a whole acid scene, too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. When they this is the very beginning. Yeah, right? that's the, that's the, it says, the, the, through pl- press clippings, the man is shown to be a serial killer of women, and his assailant is revealed to be Jennifer, who has adapted her former captor's methods to become a vigilante. The ending was re-edited and used as a cold open for the final cut. So okay. that's what's happening. But also the ending. Yeah. But there's also a scene where a woman gets uh, ha- a bunch of acid poured on her right. wa- yeah, in yeah. the same area in the basement where Cuthbert is being. Right. It's, and yeah. her corpse is seen a bunch because they've made it, so might as well show it a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, 10 out of 10 acid corpses because <laughs> you, you <laughs> see that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it one and a half just to be consistent. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is this is this might be the the worst batch that we've ever done. It's pretty bad. It's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. I don't <laughs> think I I don't know. It's hard to pick which one I liked least. I think I liked. I think I hate Boxing Helena the most just because it was like pretending to do things. It was so the, it's just such bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, th- that one just like at the end it's like fuck that movie's like going like I don't know fuck you for watching and you're like yeah fuck you yeah fuck you for making this why why did I <laughs> why did we watch this <laughs> it was on. Sent away. <laughs> I sent away. I think Jennifer Lynch does still did, like direct plenty of TV and stuff, so it didn't like completely She's destroy her career stuff. or anything. Yeah. So, uh, so that's good. Uh, and I'll give it. I don't know what one Douglas for the that he has sex with her or something. It's not. <laughs> none of his. None, there's nothing like real. There's no real like sleazy kinky stuff. Although it's all kind of gross. Yeah. But it's not it's like very gross. It's huh? not like sexy or sexual. No, or no. It's just there's a sex scene that isn't even that. <laughs> graphic or anything so it's gross that he like does that that that's his like thing so yeah oh, one and a half then Ooh, wow. yeah and uh what what did you do guts guts yeah i did human goop uh, you did a thing acid I did face acid face uh i'm gonna give it two useless cops <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just show up they show up do nothing and get killed they start watching the game you mind if we watch the you mind if we watch the basketball <laughs> they, they game they might if we watch the game and he's like sure and then he comes back with a shotgun and blows <laughs> well, them away it's, it actually is one of the few funny parts of the movie where they're watching right after the, he killed his brother the and they're there to see find look for him but, but they're watching the game and then like a commercial comes on yeah. and the guy goes screw this fucking commercial changes the channel and he changes the channel to like one of the 
Oh, one right, of the, right. One of the, right. the cameras of someone being tortured or whatever. Right, they're like, right. wait a minute, something's up here. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, there right. you go. That's what you do. That's <laughs> how uh, so that happened. Yeah, so. All right, well. We, we got did it. it. We did it. God damn it. Thank God. That's uh, so, are we, so are we free? Are we free? We're, we're so close. Have we, free, have we, we just got to tell the people uh, what we're doing next, next time. Next time, we're going to do My Cocaine. <laughs> my Cocaine. Three movies with Michael Caine. <laughs> we're gonna do or, or Michael Caine. We're gonna do blue. What is it? Blue ice. Blue ice. Uh, a shock to the system. Yeah. And the fourth title. protocol. Yeah. <laughs> so you got That's a lot exciting. of Michael Caine accents to look forward to. Uh, that that should be fun. I can't wait to do it. Mm. And uh, we also I haven't seen any of these. Also so. get on the Patreon. We have all kinds of good stuff there. And we are doing. Uh, our, our next uh, marker that we want to get to is 100, and when we get to 100, we're going to do four Hovens, the yes. four Ver- Verhoeven movies. Two episodes, RoboCop and Total Recall, Ugh. Hollow Man and Showgirls. The upswing and the downswing of his American career, all worth watching for one reason or another. Well, Indeed. we'll find out. 100% true. And we're only 11 away, or at this point, we might even be higher up. This is pretty far in the future. Who here. fucking knows? I hopefully uh, Seattle is still standing and hasn't fucking burned to the ground by the mm. time this even comes out. I don't think it's gonna burn, but it might melt. Jesus Christ! I don't know if things are gonna start on fire. You but see how they're spraying be the bridges with cold water to keep them from like buckling? cracking and buckling. Oh, Christ good. Almighty. That's good to know. Well, stay off the bridges, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe we didn't when you're listening to this and everything <laughs> is bad. Till then, <laughs> what a nightmare. Until then, the suspense is killing us. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>